0: Welcome to the Audiobook Lovin' series, a month-long event celebrating the authors and narrators that bring romance stories to life. Listen along as Viviana, Enchantress of Books, interviews your favorite writers and voices, share special guest posts, and stay tuned for some special information at the conclusion of the episode.
1: Hi everyone, today I have the pleasure of chatting with not one but two fantastic narrators, and they are Aeros and Jacqueline Kelso. Welcome to the audiobook loving series, guys. How are you doing today?
2: Hey, I'm doing great. How are you? I'm
1: good. <laughs> <laughs> he's so cheerful. It's so yeah. annoying. I'm he doing yeah. fantastic. <laughs> well, it's because he's talking to the both of us. Of course he has to be, you know, cheerful.
3: <laughs> very, very true. Very yeah. lucky, man. And no, I- no.
1: I was thrilled to have you guys, um, you know, be able to to spend the time to hang out and kind of get to know you guys a little bit better. And so, it's uh, it's been just gonna. I was so excited, so I'm a, a little nervous. I usually get nervous at first, but afterwards, it's gonna be like we've been friends for like ever. So yeah,
4: yeah.
2: exactly, pleasure's all ours.
1: Yes. Yeah. But before um, you guys tell us a little bit about yourself and how you guys got started, I know that your audiobook beginnings are a little bit different than most of our traditional narrators and past guests so why don't you tell us how you guys all began
2: yeah i'm not sure um how traditional uh, a narrator's beginnings can be um but i mean (laughs) how does anyone get into narration really (laughs) because i don't i don't know the story there but um as far as as far as mine is concerned yeah it was just uh just you know horny voice messages sent over (laughs) snapchat Uh, That later got turned into a TikTok, and you know the uh, traditional
3: beginnings. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) Yeah.
2: pretty fairly standard, I think. Um, (laughs) And then that that blew up overnight, four hundred thousand views, and uh, the rest, as they say. uh, Yeah, I mean, it just TikTok has Mm -hmm. been has been uh, great and also fucking awful. (laughs) Um, but that's neither here nor there. That's how I got started.
3: Yeah. It's been instrumental. It has, Mm -hmm. yeah, it has its, its ups and downs.
1: Any social media does. I think that it's just a matter of ensuring that you're not on it too long. Otherwise it becomes that way. I'm like, I want my doggies. I get my raccoons from V, you know, from E. So it's like, I'm good. (laughs) You know? Yeah. So I'm all good. Yeah. Now I remember the first time I came across, he, uh, it was on TikTok and it, but it wasn't anything dirty or anything like that I think you were just Same. doing something and yeah. I was like dude the voice and I literally put a little note on there saying see if you want to reach out to him um, if he's open about or ever thought about doing audiobooks no lie I had a yeah. sticky note on there for that and then it just continued and then i started you know continue scrolling and then found some stuff i'm like oh and he likes raccoons okay cool <laughs> <laughs> sold Sold. Exactly.
4: All yeah. Know.
1: yeah exactly those were my two things the voice and what he was saying at the time was you know really cool and impactful um i think it was one of those more inspirational kind of things and and the raccoons and then later on I heard I heard some of the stuff that you guys were doing and then I heard the dirty stuff and I'm going, oh, OK, so he might want to do romance.
4: <laughs> <Yeah>. OK. <Hello>. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, yeah, OK. Absolutely.
2: Yeah. yeah. And as far as like getting started with with uh, Jacqueline,
3: mm-hmm.
2: um, you know, she she reached out. Um,
3: I did the same. She, I didn't
2: she hear slid, the dirty stuff. She yeah. slid into the DMs. It was it was over. <laughs> it, it wasn't over anything salacious. Right. It was literally over more of like, there is a greater impact to what you're doing than just the sexual stuff. And I think that you have a really unique approach and a really unique mindset. Um, and I think that you're gonna do a whole lot of good. Um, and so that's that's kind of how we got started talking. Um, because and like she sort of picked my brain about that for a little while. And then she was like, Yes, I like this. I, I want to work with you. Um, and then so you know, we just started working together and uh, she started, um, she wanted to get better at editing for her, for herself, for her own work. And, you know, she had had some, um, done some voice work in the past as well, uh, quite a bit actually. Um,
3: but yeah. Um, I started out in stage production and then, and trained for years doing that. Yeah.
1: So stage production is a little different than audio yes. though. So how do you get into Oh, that? it's a lot. It's a lot
3: different. <laughs> I, I moved to, I moved to radio in college, um. That piqued my interest. I was working in the promotional department and engineering. Yeah. So I've done a lot, like a, a smorgasbord of gigs.
2: Um, oh, don't say that, that word. Mouth.
3: Yeah. <laughs> smorgasbord. Uh, That's one of my favorite words. Oh, yeah. I
2: mm-hmm. fucking hate that word so much.
3: Um, But that was like a lifetime and a handful of pseudonyms. If
2: there is a word that is a dork,
3: mm-hmm. it's it's
2: smorgasbord, <laughs> smorgasbord or like fucking no. m'lady or something like that.
3: You know, no, smorgasbord always reminds me of Charlotte's Web. Remember the rat? What was his name? Templeton? Templeton. And he's like rat. dancing around and singing. And the word smorgasbord is in that song. Leave me alone. I
2: don't like the word. <laughs> I like Templeton and his his propensity to uh, double up on letters and shit. Yeah. Uh, but no. not smorgasbord. We like it. No.
3: Yeah, we like it. I,
2: I don't, think we I all
1: have some word that our friend or someone in our life does not u- like. I, I I tend to use like lily lagging when you're just <laughs> what l- huh? l- lily lagging. It's like when lilly you're like, oh yeah, lily lagging. You're okay. taking your sweet ass time on purpose when you're to fuck up.
3: Lolly Is it lolly gagging? Yes. <laughs> I said lily lagging? Lily lagging. So, <laughs> well, your friends don't like it because you're saying the wrong <laughs> word. Yeah. they are like, so, oh, saying, yeah. you're lily lagging.
4: Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's I see. I see. Yeah.
2: That's
1: so funny. Hell yeah. Yeah. Again, words are all fun. Yeah. It's one of those things. Even now, right now, I think there's a trend on TikTok about words that I've been saying wrong for eons, and now I've decided to. This is the right way to do it. Okay. Oh, so yeah, it's all uh, fun. That
3: takes uh, more dignity than I have. I will never admit to that. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah. No, I'll <laughs> take it to the grave. <laughs>
3: yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. No, I'm right. Yeah. Yeah. No one will. What ever, was it?
2: Yeah. Fucking cloaca. Cloaca. <laughs> I still don't know. <laughs> still, uh, bird pussy. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. How am I supposed to? I don't know how to pronounce bird pussy.
1: Yeah, yeah. There's always some things. why I like audiobooks, because otherwise, when I've been reading a book and there was a word that I didn't know how to pronounce, it was like, and we were into the town of blah, 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 blah. And then that was how I was reading right. my head yeah. because, you know, we're completely fucking up the pronunciation. Unless
2: the narrator right. gets it wrong. And then you're I like, was Man, gonna fuck say, this I was
3: going to say. I was going to say. I don't know what they're talking say, as, about. Yeah, as narrators, like it's our job to get it right. <laughs> yeah. So as listeners, you guys get to, you know.
2: If we get it wrong, you get the shit all over up. us. Yeah.
3: Right, right. Yeah, this well, moron was... doesn't even
2: know how to talk. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. I did my best. I don't know.
1: I've always err on the side of if I find that there's an error or something, I will DM and say, hey, just I don't know. I mean, really? I've always heard oh it. I, I I do it privately. Yeah. And don't yeah, please. I'm not one to Oh, you mean you don't like- comment on social media?
2: You don't oh, no. drag them. <laughs> oh yeah. make no, make a make a separate TikTok and tag them. In oh no, no,
1: no, no. It's their narration,
2: not. like you're saying this wrong and you're done. Yeah. No, even
1: even you. yeah, <laughs> even when I do reviews, it's one of those where I say. I would have preferred it if they did it, you know, if the, the characters had grown a bit, I always give a, as the positive of my yeah. like what I'd like, because it's a review. That's it's like an opinion. Review. Yeah, It's yeah. my opinion. And that doesn't mean that I'm right. So it's uh, yeah. And I've always told people sometimes when I see them ragging on others, I'm like, maybe you could just send them a note instead in private versus blasting them on social media. Yeah. Well, like, would, you know.
2: I mean, in my case, though, my opinion is right. So yeah, so, <laughs> I operate yeah. under under those, you know.
1: Yeah,
3: you know, if they're going to be mean, I mean, I'll I'll take it. And I'm I'm a glutton for punishment.
2: I'm go not on. if they're going to be mean, they can go fuck themselves. Just
3: yeah. yeah. Well,
2: the <laughs> thing I've is, nowadays, adopt that. Philosophy. Yeah.
1: Yes. Yeah. That's I'm, I'm yeah. have I've learned that a few years ago to just tell them to go fuck off. Right. You know, yeah. like a long walk off a sure pair because a lot of people tend to hide behind the keyboards and they think of their experts when they just walked in the door. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, mm, no, get back over there, kiddo. You know, <laughs> so yeah. But one of the things that I that I totally was like blown away by you e, was also that you have had huge success on TikTok. I mean, you have over, over 175K followers yeah. um, and then over 12K on Instagram. And I'm like, I want to be you when I grow up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, what do you all. think has been the key to your success?
2: Um, Just my overwhelming talent um <laughs> uh, um no, so I'm just true. kidding. Um
1: I do love it. My so my
2: overwhelming charm. No, I'm just kidding. I have no idea what the what the secret to success <laughs> has been. Um, I think I wanna attribute it to just um pure work ethic because I for the longest time there I was just grinding. Um just just putting in the time and the, in the work and just making sure that everything that I did was up to a, um, a quality standard that, that like no one else, no one else was like creating any, any kind of content at that level. Um, Right. And so it's, it's easier to stand out when, when you're doing things like that. um, In a field where like, Oh, well, we didn't even think that you could, you know you could do that like oh i didn't know that was possible that's like well well now you know um and so you know it's 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 getting a lot easier for people to sort of narrow the narrow the gap but um we're still obviously we're still we're still standing out pretty well um
3: yeah i mean we're not reinventing the wheel here what we do is not so elusive that it's like untouchable but and even some may not consider what we do extraordinary right. in any way, but I mean, it's it's a really saturated market and there's tons of talented creators out there. Um, I, I'd like to, to think that we do what we do well. He does what he does very well. If that makes sense. Yeah. Like the only competition is yourself.
2: Yeah. We're constantly just striving to be the absolute best at what we do. Um, yeah. And I think that there are a lot of people who um, just sort of get into this uh, and it's, it's going to be for fun. It's going to be a hobby uh, or they just treat it like a playground or, you know, they don't really take it as seriously as we do. Um, and that's fine. You know, like if you have no sort of uh, business mind or aspirations or anything like that, as far as this is concerned, that's totally fine and and totally respectable. It's just not how it's not our approach. So there are a lot of people who look at what we're doing, and they're like, "I want that," but they're not willing to put in the same level of effort or work to to get what we've what we've got um, or to produce what we produce. So, um, yeah, I mean, honestly, we just we just work harder. I think.
1: Yeah, I noticed that immediately, which was one of those things that made you guys stand out to me. Was I saw that you guys were doing all this work. That goes into it and as someone that also does things you know for for other people and videos and stuff i am not the girl that wants to be on the camera i am the girl behind the 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 curtain and and help out and things like that um and this is as far as it goes as far as wanting to have my me being out there is my voice i don't i don't feel comfortable in front of the camera i don't want that um and so i've always tried to figure out okay how can i make myself stand out um with what i do um and it's just usually just being me and yeah. just yeah. continuing to be better at what i do and that's something says like oh you guys are doing the same thing and i'm like yeah okay so these are my people uh right. yeah.
3: work no ethics yes standards. No is, yes than you, right yeah. and Isn't that what dr seuss said i mean you're the youest you is that what? i don't know <laughs> <the US> do? <laughs> we do things our way and and with with success comes failure a lot
2: of failure we try things
3: the the eros way we succeed at it we we experience failures all all the while we're learning what works for him and his audience
2: yeah and i mean beyond just simple work ethic and and uh literally just just trying to be as us as possible um a lot of it comes from just the support of the community as well. Like yes. a lot of the writing, um, a lot of the encouragement and, and all that comes from just the community. Um, yes. you know, cause yeah. a lot of our time would be spent writing rather than just performing or, uh, or editing or anything like that. Um, if it weren't for yeah such a fantastic and talented and lovely community. Oh, they're
3: um, incredible. They're incredible. They're amazing. They yeah. are supportive and encouraging and hungry for, for what he does. Yeah. And like he said, they themselves are creative and loyal as hell, and let me tell you. Yeah, they're, and they're and amazing. so like
2: they have, it's not it's not completely uh, altruistic where it's like, okay, well, I get nothing out of this. I mean, obviously they, they wanna hear the performance. So that's yeah. sort of, Uh, the benefit there. And also uh, many of them are creators themselves and they want to get sort of their name out there into the, into the mix as well. So, whereas um, a lot of people would have to pay for the services of a narrator, um, just being on a Patreon and being like, Hey, I wrote this for you. Like that's, that's plenty. And so, and so um, oftentimes I'll just perform stuff and uh, you know, next thing you know whoever wrote it if they happen to be an author then they also get sort of a lot of attention there as well yeah um so yeah it 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 does definitely go both ways um and they just they just love what we do and they want to they want to hear more so
3: yeah yeah i i really consider it a privilege to create for them
2: absolutely
1: oh yeah. yeah your 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 uh followers and fandom and the, those that hang out the, the community because it's truly really how i see it it's a community absolutely is fantastic i mean they are like gun ho, and uh, you know it's one of those and they get excited i love how they get so excited i mean you can be like hey what's up and they're like
3: oh my god
4: <laughs>
2: oh yeah yeah absolutely i mean right? they are awesome. insane in the absolutely best way um yeah like uh, they're just, they're fantastic. And I love, I love the enthusiasm. Um, you know, sometimes, it, sometimes the, the insanity is not great, um, but for the most part, um,
1: oh, yeah. for the most I part, mean, it's, it's love. With with good and, and, and
2: love and stuff that there's always going to be a little bit of. There's you know, there's going to be the know? anything <laughs> for silliness <laughs> type. Um, yep. Yeah. And, and yeah, yeah that, definitely, that definitely. And that happens, oh, you
1: know, but yeah.
2: Way more often than, than people think.
3: Oh it, no, it really yeah. does. But yeah. we're still standing. Yeah, you know? no, yeah, we're still here, still creating. So I mean, and
1: that's the other thing too that I've that I've really admired about you both is that you have withstood the test of, you know, the haters, ups and downs, and you guys are still just being you. And sometimes people can not get like, oh, forget, I'm not going to do this anymore, you know, because oh, there's yeah. been some negativity and stuff like that. I personally yeah. go, fuck you. Um- yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: There, I mean, there's been a lot of times, especially, um, lately. Um, but the, you know, there's been a whole lot of, um, uh, stuff lately where it's like, I don't know how much longer I want arrows to be a thing where if, uh, if I'm like ready for arrows to die, um, and, and just like in, in that death, like I just go away, <laughs> I just disappear oh, no. and stop creating and and like sort of just, uh. I don't know. Fuck off for a while. Who knows? Um, but the, it's been, it's been on my mind and it's been a yeah. lot of, a lot of this stuff. There's there.
1: It's human. It's I a think it's hell of a too. weight
2: to bear is, is yeah. all this and all these expectations okay. and, and all the hate and everything that, that we endure on a daily basis. Um, and, and the insanity, good and bad. Um, it's, it's a hell of a weight to bear and, um, I don't know. Um, sometimes, but it, sometimes it's, it's crushing.
1: Yeah. But I think that's also human. And I think it's, it's part of your, your authenticity, both of you, that you guys are putting yourselves out there. It is, yourselves and that's a lot of energy. Yeah. And I think that that's where are having these kind of conversations where we can say, hey, remember, um, they're human. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they're yeah. real people and and sometimes taking a sabbatical. That way you're not killing anybody off.
4: Um because yeah, we know. love you. boy. You know, yeah. <laughs> um
1: I think that's also where taking the time off and whether it's you know to re-energize, do some self-care. That's why I also say I'm just taking some time away or I'm doing a little bit of a sabbatical yeah. um kind of a thing is is very just re-energizing and then the ideas start popping up and you're like, I am quitting this shit. I got too much stuff
3: to say. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think
3: That's where we're at,
4: right? Yeah.
2: yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. like even I mean, so far, my idea of taking time off has just been like it's still working. <laughs> still yeah. still oh, working oh, almost me. almost just as hard. I hear you. Um, I hear you. But, you know, yeah. it's, it's, uh, it's it's tough to balance because Putting twenty five eight into into this as a career uh, is how you get to where I am. How you know where we are, um, and it's hard to take a step back without feeling like if I take my hands off the reins, it's gonna go fucking all over the place. It's gonna be a mess. I'm gonna lose it all. You know, it, it's it's hard to sort of. And
3: as many supporters as you have um that are like please take a break take some time off do some personal yeah. care you still have a component that kind of like condemn you for for taking time off. Well, How oh, dare yeah. you take a
2: break like i'm not yeah paying for, i'm not yeah. paying for him to take a break like, yeah yeah. Right. yeah right right
3: right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah but that's just i think where having uh that small group of poor people in your life that will remind you what the term vacation stands for yeah um and we'll tell you viviana you have to leave the laptop at home when you come over <laughs> to my house and get off the damn
4: phone I say, <laughs> yes i said
3: that to him the other night what did i say i said put the phone down yeah
2: phone oh down no, no was like loose. i didn't yeah i i read didn't. that and i was like no
1: <laughs> no it's
2: no, not gonna no. happen yeah, yeah.
1: no I, I i i totally understand that especially yeah. when it comes down to you guys are essentially freelancers. And so when it comes down to that kind of line of work, we're always afraid of if I say no to a project or I ask for an extension or I say, I can't do this, but I can do that. As far as timing goes, you're like, no one's going to ever hire me again. And you're going to lose that momentum and that thing. But again, having those individuals in your life that say it's okay, they want you they're going to wait. They were willing to wait yeah, and, yeah. and things like that. And having those honest conversation with the community as well, I found, I mean, even last year, just to to share a little bit, there was times where I was like mentally not ready. And I'm like, but I have to do this podcast. And I'm like, wait, um, hmm, guys, I'm not mm -mm, just, you know, catch up on some of the other stuff I've done and I'm okay, (laughs) you know, and I allowed myself, but it's difficult. Trust me as, as the go, go, go girl. And we've got to do this. And we have deadlines. It's hard. It's hard. Deadlines,
2: yeah. deadlines. You say as a yeah. as a go 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 girl myself. Um, yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, very much, very much yeah. in the same boat. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, we recently had some stuff go down, and uh, unfortunately, I had to pull out of a project with with Sophie Lark, a very large project, a very hotly anticipated project with Sophie Lark. Yeah, um, and I mean, she understood. Uh, I'm. Understandably, I'm sure she's very disappointed. I'm very disappointed in myself. Um, not happy with with how things went down, uh, as far as on my end. And I feel horrible. I feel like. But this
3: is this was a long, hard conversation that, that we had. You know, yeah. we, we yeah. talked about this over. This was not like a rash decision. It's, yeah. um, it, it's unfortunate that it, that it came down to this. But like we said, sometimes the rabidness can get peak. Um, oh yeah, mm-hmm. that insanity. Came Take to a, a head step back and, yeah. mm-hmm. and um, reassess uh, what is beneficial to everyone involved. Um, yeah.
2: Yeah. And I, I think um, the sort of huge level of exposure that that would have uh, brought, while it would have been great in its own right, I think would have also sort of fueled um, the more uh, negative aspects so of good. that, yeah. that in- insanity. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so definitely. Um, Unfortunately, I had to pull out of that project, The Sinners Do It.
1: Yeah, I know people are going to be disappointed, yeah. but at the end of the day, it's something, too, that I tell authors. I would much rather wait on you writing that story and get that awesome story when it's finally done versus you rushing it and giving me a meh kind of a thing.
4: Yeah. And it's yeah. the
1: same thing for the narrators. If there's stuff going on where you're not going to be meeting deadlines or other stuff is going on where your your head's not in the game, <laughs> Yeah. You know, and or- you're going to be...
3: You know, um, I have a story about that. Or you have extensive dental work um, and you have a mouthful of spit and a contract coming up on deadline. You don't record with that. Oh, yeah, no.
4: Of
1: and <laughs> and if, not that, but also, too, I mean, like we live in a world where shit happens because we're yeah. humans and people right. get sick. And, you know, yeah. and you were getting over COVID, too, Jack. You know, so it's yeah, like it's a lesson
3: learned in in,
1: in um, timing battles. Yeah. yeah.
3: Yeah, absolutely.
4: No one
2: and wants a okay. spitty narrator. I'm just gonna no. I'm going to put that out there now.
1: Yeah, no. <laughs> Oh
3: shit, oh, my yeah. Sylvester. <laughs> yeah. Oh god, yeah. <laughs> and I recorded a, a whole novel with a the cat, not. I don't <laughs> want to talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> Good times. Yeah. Good times. But but again, yeah. it's just one of those
1: things where you know, here. I mean, again, comparing it from from my perspective, I know when I hear myself, and then there's an um, or I could've edited something out, or I don't sound yeah. because I sound nasally. But this is me, myself, and nobody else. No one's paying me to do this. No one's getting paid to do this. So on you guys' end, the (laughs) fact that you have to sound good. And especially when it comes down to also romance, I mean, there's some sexy stuff that's being said. And the last thing you want is tell some sexy stuff. Just some. I had
4: to to
2: pretend. To, to come, come <laughs> like fucking sixteen oh times.
3: Oh my god! In the the last bloopers book. are hilarious.
4: Yeah. Uh, like, like, oh, <laughs> I, I'm I guess I'm. Coming. I guess
2: I'm coming again. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I would just. Be, I would read the line. And I I would just read it like normal, and I'd be like, "Oh, I'm. I'm actually. Album. I'm coming. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm currently in the process of busting a nut, so I would have to yeah. re- redo it.
3: Um, yeah, <laughs> again and again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so I was like,
2: "Oh, well, let me." Let me uh, get in the right headspace to exactly.
1: Fit.
2: Like, <laughs> oh no, I have a headache tonight. Sorry. No, uh, I had to I always had to be on for that.
1: Um, yeah, yeah, no, I'm not in the mood. Sorry,
2: right. No. <laughs> Sorry. And he just hands a bottle of fucking uh excedrin. Well, oh, get in the mood. Yeah. Motherfucker. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. I love you, uh you guys' dynamic. Um, did you guys always click from the very beginning?
2: No, or... we, we actually, we hated each other from, from the moment we started talking, um, no, no, nah, nah, I mean, we, we definitely shared a sense of humor and a, and a sensibility about, uh, a lot of different things. Um, and yeah. it's just a friendship that has been forged over several months, um, well, over a year, honestly. Um, yeah. but, one or I'm two. Sorry, months. I, I
1: will say, as a, as a friend of like that, I'm like, no, 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 dude, it's been a year. Get it right, okay? I get yeah, you, yeah. Jacqueline. I got you, girl.
2: Yeah, definitely, <laughs> okay. definitely. Um, a year and a half, close to two years, honestly. Um, yeah,
3: going on two years. Yeah, yeah.
2: Okay. Uh, it, it's 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 definitely a a friendship that has been forged in fire. Um, <laughs> without a doubt, there without there have doubt. been there have been. Um, <laughs> Some ups up and downs,
4: yeah, like, the,
2: like the uh, like <laughs> the no, no.
4: elevator, Yeah, yeah.
2: Um, yeah it, no, it's it's yeah. been it's been a joy. Um, even even the bad parts of of a great friendship are still pretty fucking cool. Uh, yes, I agree. Like
3: I won't, I I wouldn't be here be and be doing this with with anyone else. I mean, like you yeah. said, even the bad stuff. I mean when you form a bond and a relationship, then I think you come to an understanding about like what's worth fighting for. Yeah. Yeah. What's worth being a part of. Because it's I mean, it's easy to to meet people and your acquaintances and be like, ah, fuck this, it's not worth
2: it. Right. Mm-hmm.
1: Right. But it's also it's way easy to get used and abused and oh, given yeah. for granted oh, and, and get fucked over. So when that loyalty is there, I'm like, I'm keeping you. Right.
2: Yeah. Right. I mean, when you when you find something special, you know My it's, precious. You, you absolutely know it. And, and and that's definitely what we have. Like we we mm-hmm. have um a wonderfully unique friendship, um, where we're both uh really good with each other's needs but we also are the realist to each other like we'll both we'll both give each other shit and we'll both um sort of reality check each other so like if if um one of us just sort of goes off the rails we're like no which happens well well we'll uh you know do a little uh Mm -hmm. a slap Slap on the face, we'll slap
3: and tickle. We'll slap yeah. No, not, not so much. I was thinking more like the
2: the Jujutsu Kaisen where Toto slaps yeah. uh, Yuji, um, mm-hmm. just to sort of center him and get him back on track. It's more like that, where it's yeah, it's like it's you're losing it right now, and you need to fucking focus. And uh, and you know whether it's her slapping me or me slapping her, um, yeah. one of those is socially acceptable, one not so much. <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> metaphorical slaps um, yes <laughs> yeah um, yeah definitely like we we keep each other um Good. rounded you know
1: yeah it's important to have someone like that in like i mean I, I have my girl brandy and she is I, I i've come to her many times where i'm like okay this is what i'm thinking am i into my am i like am i overthinking it because right. i can be an yeah. overthinker Talking um, and, <laughs> yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah or all the times i'm going you know Am I seeing it the right way? And he's like, she's like, "Oh hell yeah, girl!" And I'm like, "Oh okay, good. So right, not just right, me. Right. No, okay, yeah. good." Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> so.
2: To sort of validate so, you. Yeah, yeah. yeah it is. But also, not
3: necessarily a, like a yes man. You need someone. Oh god, more. no! I want but someone to tell straight. me fuck no
4: yeah. too. At yeah. Same yeah, time. yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly.
1: yeah, and tell me, Viv, you're being a bitch. I'm like I am. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
3: yeah. yeah. Ever ever tells me what I want to hear.
2: <laughs> oh no, no! Like there's there's been so many times where it's like. You can't do the thing that you want to do because you'll look like a fucking asshole. And I'll be like, fair points.
1: Yeah. But I
2: want to be an asshole. So, you know. I know.
1: Oh yeah. I-, I go to her. I go to her. i the time. Like, can I tweet this? Can I tweet this? And oh, she's like, yeah. no,
3: we yeah. have literally been there. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, fuck. Rabbi,
2: we take that down. We've worked <laughs> through uh, several different uh numerous countless uh different announcements and things like that and,
1: and uh, yeah yeah, yeah.
2: Uh-huh. To the public she's
1: my like, go-to girl i'm like okay how bad does this make yeah. you, you,
2: you, <laughs> you have to have someone like that to sort of like the, the checks and balances to keep yeah to keep everyone in line and yeah yes you know.
3: i always joke that i'm the scalpel and he's the machete
2: but Sled, yeah, like,
3: things with surgical the what yeah, whatever yeah. surgical precision and he mm-hmm. will punch through the wall
1: yeah and that's good too because then also you can you guys can switch and sometimes it's the other way around
2: i've, right. I've done and that and we do we,
3: yeah i lose it I lose right it. well
2: yeah. like sometimes sometimes you know <laughs> the job calls for it you know and sometimes it just, like you're not going to cut through a wall with a fucking scalpel you're going you're going to use a sledgehammer so sometimes the sometimes the job does call for the different tool um and when it comes to being a tool oh i'm experienced (laughs) (laughs) and that's what you will so
3: eloquently say to me stop being a pussy yeah
2: yeah yeah exactly yeah
1: no yeah but that's also it's good to have i have some you know one or two individuals that i go to when i need that sledgehammer yeah because i'm the girl too that that like I will be in my comfort zone and I need someone to shove me off that cliff. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. So I have, I have my, this small intimate little group there and then I'm like, that I can trust. Sometimes you just have to get hammered. (laughs) I know and and hammered well and often and just at the right pace Mm -hmm. too, just to get you going. Exactly.
2: (laughs) You went the the other way. (laughs) way (laughs) If I went alcohol, you went. PA. I'm the
1: friend that can <laughs> make down. anything into a sexual union. Though <laughs> I want you.
2: Right? <laughs> okay, I got <gotcha>.
4: you. <laughs> gotcha. Like
1: literally anywhere, I can do that. Yeah, anything, and I'll make you like, if you're like a so you were freaking oh, Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the two of you also write and i know that you guys um have your own audio production company that you um that you guys do work for Arrow's patreon utilizing your own scripts and that some that are the patrons also have provided as you mentioned before is that how the ej audio production or, yeah audio creations came to be yeah
4: yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: Tell um, us about i think we
3: that. Have, what, like 20 20 scripts between the two of us i think
2: um something like that um yeah
3: watch me be totally wrong i don't know we
4: have
2: yeah a, of- a, a fair amount to where we we can't count that high um <laughs> i yeah, love that <laughs> yeah so we we, yeah. we like writing um but also we like giving other people the opportunity to have their writing shine too uh because there's yeah. there's just so many wonderful fucking creators in the community um that we want to sort of shine the spotlight on uh, just a little bit, of, not, not a whole lot, just a little, you yeah. Yeah, we'll share. We'll share, the, we'll share a little uh, sliver of the spelling. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, Eros yeah. is
3: a, he's a fantastic muse, so I, like, I don't consider myself a writer, I, I don't, I, I don't um, have any aspirations to do that, but I find it easy, I don't know if that's blowing smoke up his ass, but I do, I find it easy to write for him, um, to write copy, and it's been fun. We've had some some pretty huge successes. We have
2: yeah, yeah. Uh,
3: popular series and.
2: I write what I know, um, and what I know is a lot of like. I, I mean, I've always I've always been a romantic, as well as just uh, you know, uh, horror for lack of a better word, uh, <laughs> um, in, in my personal life. So I I know love and I know lust and I know the difference and I know how foggy that gets. I I know how uh, intertwined those two get a lot of times and I think writing writing with that angle in mind um, gives it a, a a fun twist where where a lot of it is like fairly straightforward especially like a lot of what we see uh, going on tiktok lately is like insta love and, and it's like oh well the second they saw each other this fucking you know i don't i don't particularly care for that like i i like um crafting something a little more complex than that it, and a lot of uh confusion is what goes into it because that's to me that's what relationships are it's it's being confused and, and working it out with someone and um, not wanting to work it out with anyone else, you know? Um, yeah. Like, I don't know what the fuck's going that. on in my heart, but like, I want to figure it out with you. you know? yeah. yeah.
3: And you, you offer a fairly unique point of view, I think, in this genre. It's as hard. a male. Yeah. 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 so. That's a a bit of a breath of fresh air.
1: Yeah. And I think too, it's just having that, you know, candid conversation too about like that insula, which I have issues with too, because it's one of those, (laughs) I'm like, I, I will say to you, damn, he was fine. Um, and depending on, you know, how the day went, it could be, and yeah, he was a good kisser too. Um, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that, that's not love, that's lust. And, right. uh, I, you know, love becomes when when they keep leaving the shoes everywhere and you keep tripping mm-hmm. over them, but you still want to have that relationship with them. That's yeah, you love. You want
2: to trip over their shoes.
1: Yeah. yeah. No, you, you're going to have the conversation about putting them where they belong, but you're right. willing to have that conversation versus grabbing the right. shoe. and putting it in. Maybe that's why
3: right. enemies to lovers is a little bit more realistic because it's like loving someone in spite of all the things that you can't stand about them. right like, mm-hmm. yeah i wanted to choke them certainly
2: way more believable than than insta love <laughs> yeah for sure
1: but even but even that genre that whole enemies to lover tends to usually just be like people working together for the same project versus right. like real true and en- like honest what you would think an enemy and then i'm still gonna fall in love with you but right. yeah you know it's a. Uh, It's that fun part of the the fantasy aspect of things and, you know, escaping realism a bit too, but
2: right. And um, like, I mean, obviously I don't want to, I don't want to shit on anyone because like I want to stay employed, but um, you know, (laughs) I I think that, that there has been sort of a a trend and obviously it comes and goes um, of, of just, this is what's working right now. So I'm going to write it. I'm going to, I'm going to shit it out. I'm going to make money off of that. And I'm gonna make enough money to sustain me, so I can actually do things that I care about and write stuff that I, you know, am passionate about. And yeah. can't fault someone for the hustle. Like, you know, just just do what sells for now, and then and then work yeah. on your passion later. Um, so so certainly, there's there's a lot of that stuff out there right now.
1: Oh, yeah, no, it's definitely trendy. Someone and, writes, yeah. if you know, fill in the blank, you know, dragon shifter by day, gargoyle by night, and that, you know, um, <laughs> well, that's specific. and he has a know, wolf's penis,
2: <laughs> um, yes,
1: yes, or an alien one with like, knows. I don't know what's going on with the alien ones, but He's got I mean, five of them, yes, <laughs> yeah. and you're like, wait, huh, huh, okay, um, uh, yeah.
4: and Clearly, then it's successful. not a bad. <laughs> <projects. laughs>
1: But if it becomes successful, others oh, see, C. And I'm like, well, I'm going to try that and add my spin to it. And instead of five, yeah. there's seven, you know, right, and instead right. of a gargoyle, it becomes something else. And that's so neat that someone can kind of create something different out of something else that's been created and invented. Yeah. Um, but I also think sometimes, too, that, uh, you know, when, when it comes down right into it, it's, you know, those individuals that will continue to write the cowboy or will continue to write, you know, semi-Hallmark-ish of forms Ugh. you know kind of yeah. a thing no, you know. but they they find that but they're happy with it i'm like oh you go yeah. boy or you go girl you know kind of a thing yeah. i'm all for it and i'm like that's also why i love romance because there's something for
4: everybody yeah there
2: is a market yeah. absolutely for for hallmark yes. movies and books uh like that um and and certainly it gives you a taste of their writing style uh, so that you know if if they ever feel comfortable enough to branch out in the future, like, all right, I've made enough money doing shit that I don't give a fuck about, uh, so yeah. they actually write stuff that they actually are interested in or care yeah. about, then then you already you, you have a, a sense of how they write, how they develop characters, what sort of direction they might go in, um, and, and it gives you a very good sense of like who they oh, are yeah. as an author. Uh, yeah, it's great to see and also them people
1: yeah but it's also sometimes people change i mean i may want chocolate one day and the next couple after that i'm so over chocolate because it's been overdone and i want to look into something else you know vanilla bean smoothies i don't know um (laughs) i don't know if this is a euphemism
4: but i'm on board
1: yeah Yeah. Uh, and so but that's the other thing too it's like people grow they change they add stuff so it's always great that people can jump around and again that's one of the things that with romance being such a huge genre with all the subgenres underneath it <gasps> oh yeah. yeah yeah endless possibilities
4: as many well, people
2: yeah. as there are in the world that uh, there's as many different types of love um and i i feel like truly there is a there is a love that might only cater to one person or like one specific pair of people out there uh and, and-
3: gargoyle love
2: gargoyle seven dick <laughs> werewolf penis um
1: hey someone's thinking notes of someone, this thing i'm going to write that book <laughs> someone's out there
2: thinking i feel seen right now you know and it's yeah. just like <laughs> more power to you uh, i hope that yeah. gets written um mm-hmm. but yeah i mean it's it's definitely love is is as unique as the person reading it yeah Um,
3: and that's why I love working with indie authors I love seeing the the beginnings and and uh, being with them as they grow into into you know their genre and and as authors before there's a
2: ton of expectations as to like what their writing style is too because like more established authors they're like okay well people are expecting this from me so I gotta yeah I guess I gotta write it um, and a lot of uh, I think a lot of authors probably get it sucked into that trap where it's like they don't feel comfortable going out of that comfort zone because of the fact that they have built an audience that is only paying for that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the indie authors aren't aren't still so beholden to that. Mm-hmm. Where they can they can write whatever the fuck they want, and yeah, their audience is like, well, whatever, I don't care. <laughs> like I'm new here anyway. You know?
3: exactly and they're not going to get crucified if they right, create yeah. exactly. from from what they're comfortable with
1: yeah or also they, they they're they're willing to take that risk and come up with a new pseudonym and bust out with the alien genre you know and yeah. so exactly.
3: <laughs> and so they're you like we're going to try yourself. this one
1: yeah, yeah exactly because we're in there yeah exactly um kind of going back a little bit with you guys is um the relationship that you guys both have with the dynamic and stuff how has that helped you transition from a three-minute TikTok? you know, now sometimes five, I think they were even talking about 10. I'm like, God, yep, no. I've
2: got access to 10.
1: Yeah, I know. I got, I get the notifications. I'm like, but I'm already struggling with three. Yeah. Stop. Yeah, I don't um, want <laughs>
4: to yeah.
1: yeah, but c- kind of going from that fun. three minute thing now into, a, you know, fuller, longer length narration. How has, you know, how has that progressed for the two of you as far as process goes?
2: Um, yeah, I've pretty much... I stick to the one minute TikToks, if that. Like, yeah. I I literally limit it to the sixty seconds, and if I have to go over it, I just do it faster. I just redo it. I do it faster. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh no, that was one minute fifteen. Well, fuck it. I guess I'm just gonna talk quicker.
3: <laughs> I think like a Patreon content is is longer. I think you know, yeah. with our working relationship, it was a natural progression to it. Like, I think the the what was the first long long audio we
2: did. Like, uh, us. It was like
3: nine minutes, I think. Yeah. Um, nine minutes, it like was diversity pipe.
2: Yeah, something like that. Yeah.
3: And we were so excited. Like I was so excited to hit nine minutes. Um, yeah. You know, was it? Is it twenty minutes? I don't know how long it is. How long is it? Some
2: some of our audios are, are up there. Yeah, certainly. Yeah, I think yeah. yeah. Like
3: forty minutes is the longest one.
2: Forty-eight, yeah. something like that, is the longest. Um, yeah. and, and then forty-five for the for the book read. That we just did. Mm. Yeah. Uh, that we can't. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but it was a
3: natural progression. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, we're gonna do you know some some sixty second TikToks. Right. What mm-hmm. we doing.
4: Like,
2: I, I don't think that there was any uh, growing pains as far as like, okay, well, I'm able to talk for sixty seconds. How am I going to do this for five? You know, it's, yeah. like, it's like you just talk longer. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's that's literally all it was. It's yeah. yeah. It's very simple to to get from point A to point B when when mm-hmm. that's the point B. You know.
1: Yeah. yeah. That's good. Yeah, I think sometimes we overthink it. Yeah, <laughs> I, remember yeah. I said <laughs> I overthink
2: it. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, plenty of people do. Don't feel bad. <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> and then we progressed to like the the book narration. I think we were both approached separately for the novellas that we just did, and he actually shot me a message um, telling me about it, and I was like, "Hey, that came across my desk too." And then I think yeah. it was just we had started with the the script writing, and then the editing, and then um, I think we did a collaboration. He had been a, a, approached with a few like underdeveloped pitches that didn't really pan out into mutually beneficial content, so nothing really got off the ground as far as collaborating with other creators. And so we were like, "Hey, let's write one." So we wrote one, and it was popular. It went over well. We did like a full-on production. It's a, I think it's one of the more fun ones that he has. Um, and after after we pulled that out, we were like, oh, I think we can do this. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> well, when people su- see that there's a that, you know, chemistry between the two narrators and that they are able to work well together because that's always a bonus. And, you know, the behind the scenes work that has to happen when there is, you know, scheduling, production time, outlining calendars. Enough,
3: it's called the chemicals between us.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As we discussed, one of the things that makes a Production by Ejax Standout is not only their amazing talent as voiceover artists, but they add several different layers from music to sound effects. It's like listening to an old time radio show or the currently popular audio plays that we listen to. Thrilled that we have some audio goodies for you. So here's a sample of The Chemicals Between Us, narrated by Arrows and Jacqueline Kelso. Written and produced by Jacqueline Kelso.
0: Thank you, Stockholm. We love you. Good night. Man, did you fucking
2: see that? Up front? With the great big mommy milker bazongaroonies? Oh, couldn't miss them. Hell yeah. I'm sure you'd like to break a drumstick off and that, you dirty fucking bastard. (laughs) Holy shit. Man, the size of them. Wow. Good lord. I mean, they have to be real, right?
3: Hey, guys. Great show. Great. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome fucking job. Guys, hey, if I could... um, (laughs) Hey. Hey. (laughs) Hey. Sorry. Do you guys think that I could get the room for a sec? Yeah. Just a minute. Yeah. Thank you so much. I appreciate it.
1: Visit our SoundCloud and or our YouTube channel to listen to the longer clip. You will find the link in the main post. Yeah, I know that authors, you know, when they come to that dynamic duel of narrators, it's great that we can say, oh, well, I, I want Jacqueline. that You know, he comes with it, You know, she comes with arrows. And if I oh, I want, you know, arrows. Oh, she comes with, you know, he comes with Jacqueline. And I don't have <laughs> to worry like about it, you know, <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. But yeah, no, it's I'm just one carry-on. of those one less thing. No, <laughs> you guys are great at what you do. So it's one of those one less thing I have to worry about when it comes down to casting is that if I have one, I have the other. I'm like, done. So, you know, again, I know the uh, chemistry is there and everything else is there too. Now so.
2: on top of that too, is like, you don't have to hire a production company when it comes to us, yeah. uh, which saves you a lot of money. Um, I mean, granted,
4: yeah.
2: you're going to be putting that back into, into uh, hiring one or the other of us, um, you know, but like, so what we've discovered as far as production companies are concerned, there's a lot of uh There are production companies out there and and what we've discovered they do is not a lot um, because the, the actual audio finishing portion of the production process is running it through a very simple filter and then putting it in the correct format and then that's it. But you have to pay them thousands of dollars to do that. And it's like, well, I mean, literally anybody can do that. Because what you I
3: think what you, what you get with us was is a finished product. Yeah. Like yeah. A, a, a yeah. Because you guys also product.
1: Yeah. But I think also too, I think we we, I, we need to make sure that, you know, as far as the conversation to to kind of showcase what you guys do is yeah. that you guys add other things to the to it, it becomes almost like almost like a movie production, right. you know, or like a radio show kind of a thing. There there are additional sounds. There's additional it's things are done just more.
2: Right. It's when acted it's out. by
1: you guys. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. yeah. And like on top of that, so so as far as the production companies are concerned, you have to you have to the files that you submit to them have to be fully edited. There cannot be any mistakes, any like errant right. sounds. Punch and roll. Yeah, it has to be That's- perfect. And it's like, well, if I like, if I was going to do that, I would have just done it myself. I was <laughs> like because because literally they're
3: <laughs> so we did. They
2: take the baton for the last 5% of the race and then they run it through and then they get, they get, they're the ones that get fucking, they get the crowds served, they get lifted up and they get yeah. the, the medal ceremony. It's like, well, I mean, I, we just, we did 95% of that. <laughs> um, so, so there's, there's certainly a lot of um, feathers to be ruffled in that in that sort of uh
1: well you bring up a good yeah. point about having the authors ensure that when they hire someone whether it's a production company or a you know someone to manage that whole process of creating the audiobook because that's how sometimes happens too is for people to do the homework and, and figure out what does it yeah. take to create an audiobook how many hands are touching it and do really need that many hands and also the yeah. level of expertise that comes out of it because I've also known production companies that i that I've said to to the clients, you pay how much for that? There was coughing in the background for fuck's sakes. Yeah. You know? Um and things like that. That I mean and it happens. We're we're all humans, but at the same time I'm like, if you're yeah. paying that much
4: psh,
1: Yeah, <laughs> you gotta break
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah, going back to what you were talking about, like like offering something different, like I had said earlier, it's it's a saturated market. You know, if, if you're looking for a narrator, looking for production like you, you can find it. It's, it's not difficult to find. There are lots of talented people out there. Um, but this just reminded me of a of a master class that I, I took years ago with Scott Brick. Um, and he was Love talking him. about like performance and um, it not being limited to like character dialogue, but like acting acting in the narration, if that makes sense, playing to the attitude and allowing that to give life to a story and maintaining this suspension of disbelief and not breaking that. And um, like, we all begin somewhere. I'm, I'm a firm believer in, in oh, yeah. a student. you know, there's, there's no end to what we're learning. We're always learning. Um, but that's something that comes very naturally to Eros. And that, I think that's what uh, attracted me to what he was doing in the beginning. You know, I, I feel like, with each project that we do together. I, I've had a lot of training over the years and, and I'm gonna be nice right now, so don't let it go to your head. Um he's he's by far one of the greatest teachers you know that I've ever had just by simply being him and doing things his way.
2: Scott Brick or me? You I oh, was okay. <laughs> <laughs> gonna, gonna say oh,
3: I take it all I'm back. Gonna
2: say, man, oh Scott Brick, God. if you're listening. <laughs> is uh, no,
3: no, it, it not delete, delete, delete yeah.
2: no no
1: yeah, no yeah, yeah. he knows remember. scott that's Scott would, I, be yeah, laughing. He would be laughing that's what i mean laughing.
3: like yeah. it's it's offering something, something
1: yeah unique yeah and the other thing too that you guys offer that's unique is that you guys have a already completed um fan base that you use to include marketing and a lot of yeah. you know that that you've included that as part of the when you hire you know, Jacqueline Arrows. You're, you know, you're gonna get marketing, and what does that include, and at what cost too? Because that's also part of the package.
3: Yeah.
1: And and because you have such a large following, it's automatic. I mean, people are like, "What? It was they read the yellow pages sold, you know, and it, it, it right. you know, yeah. <laughs> they read the back of the toilet paper. Great, okay, exactly. you know, and 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 that's something too that is extremely valuable because a lot of listeners are. Focus on the narrator and have discovered new authors because of who yeah. they've been cast. Mm-hmm. And when you already have a set established, you know, fan base that you can use that to promote anyone that, you know, has hired you, that's, that's yeah. like golden right there.
2: Yeah, exactly. I mean, like mm-hmm. there's almost a guarantee that like, if, if you were to hire us, your book, your audio book will sell like 10,000 copies and, um, and i mean and they
3: are valuable that i mean it's, the it's they are so valuable, valuable to me yeah they're incredible they're just incredible yeah
1: um, i mean they're 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 great yeah
2: it's something that that um i think um maybe the newer authors or or less business savvy authors might not appreciate as much but anyone anyone who has any sort of uh business accessibility is like, okay, we're getting access to like a fuckload of people and they like to spend money and they like to spend money on what this person does. Um, and so that has just baked in value to where, like, even if you were to throw money at another narrator, like you're not getting money
3: thrown at us, (laughs) right? Like you're, you're not, you're not going to
2: get that same result. No matter how much money you throw at them, because they just don't—they yeah. don't have this the type of following uh, yeah. that that I do. Um,
3: like I think for the continuation of series um, that his fan base has wanted him to do. I mean, we have been had offers for Kickstarter and and uh, oh yeah, GoFundmes and yeah. To, to- no, yeah. But
1: um, and I've done I've, I've utilized you guys as examples when I've done consultations with client you know, potential clients and clients. What about? coming to to marketing audiobooks and yeah. one of the things i always say is you should be including the narrators as part of your marketing strategy and this is what it could potentially look like and i have like and look at arrows
4: yeah. <laughs> and
1: i'm like yeah. see how he's using his tiktok or how he's using instagram and he's sharing and posting and sharing about and like this follows see how many follow and so an yeah, entire spiel um and they're like
3: no, I'm like, yes, yeah, and yeah. It's, <laughs> he's always on that grind. Like, and
2: that yeah. that level of engagement awesome. is literally priceless. You cannot you cannot assign a dollar value to that that will ever amount to what it is actually worth. Um, and
1: plus it's organic, it is completely
2: organic, yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. it, you can pay TikTok to promote your shit, it won't go anywhere. But yeah. if it's mm-hmm. if it's organic, it just might.
1: Yeah. So that's definitely something that it's it's. I think it's because audiobooks are up and coming still. I mean, they've been around for years, but the popularity of it is trending, and there. I think people are starting to now realize, okay, I have to do things a little differently as far as the marketing goes for my ebook versus my audiobook, and this is what that audiobook marketing looks like, and how to go about the casting and then utilizing their fan base and stuff like that. So it's it's. The conversations are happening, um, and I'm and more and more I'm learning to to consider that and include that. So, it's yeah, a, absolutely, definitely good.
2: Absolutely, what we what we just saw uh, recently is that uh, Spotify is actually uh, getting into the audio like yeah. story <laughs> audio yeah. production game.
3: What um, we've been doing,
2: yeah, they're they're doing what we've been doing basically, yeah, and they're and of course they're throwing. Tons of money at it, and right now they have like some Batman shit, which is like okay, can't be worse than the movie. But go on, <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah. So I mean, yeah, they're they're throwing money at it and big names, and it's like, well, we've been we've been doing this, and obviously yeah. it's been working out pretty fucking well for us, um, and so it's it's good to to see that even Spotify is taking note of that as like a legitimate. Um, Production. Form
3: of entertainment. Oh, yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah. Exactly.
1: Yeah. No, it's, it's great when, you know, stuff that you do sometimes and others are doing it and it gets validated and you're like, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. But you you know, from- I
3: think at first we were a little taken aback, like, really? Like, really? You're going to do this? Yeah. Go into like, the arena big names. Yeah. And then, <laughs> I, was like, <laughs> <laughs> then hey. I was like, you know, they're validating what we're doing. Yes. So we don't have to explain what we're doing anymore because we've because right. taken on, uh, Shining a spotlight on on this um, genre, I guess new genre. I don't know. Arena audio yeah. sphere. Yeah. yeah,
1: it's a genre. Just kidding. And who, um. knows? <laughs> who knows? Maybe
2: they'll maybe they'll start throwing millions at us. We'll see. Yeah,
3: they well, should. It, it, I yeah. love what we do. I yeah. mean, I know I'm biased, but I I I think what we
2: do. We do I think that's also
1: something stuff. too. Yeah, I think that's something too that that kind of st- makes you guys stand out is that you seem to truly enjoy the stuff that you're doing. And yeah. and that's golden Sometimes. too. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> oh, hey, yeah. hey. We all yeah. have our moments where they are going. No, it's w- it's worth it's. Yeah, it's. Like
3: it's fun. The, yeah. The the low. Yeah, it's worth the lows. It yeah.
2: There, yeah. Some days are are certainly harder than others. Where it's like, okay, you know, some people really suck the fun out of what we do. Um, and it's like, okay, well, I'm not going to let, like, maybe five or ten people ruin what uh, you know close to 200,000 other people are truly right. enjoying
1: exactly
2: um, you know and it's just it's it's really easy to let that negative because of how negative it is like how fucking bad it is it's really yep. easy to let that get to you but like you just have to focus on the positive always um and and with that in mind for like for the most part we we really do love what we do
1: yeah and now that, um, again, like you guys sound like you're having fun when you're doing things and, yeah. and hanging out with the community. And they're certainly having fun hanging out with you guys and getting to devour the stuff that you're producing. So it's a good thing. Absolutely. I know. Yeah, it's always yeah. fun for the listeners. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, like I said, I'm like, scroll, scroll. I wonder what is this? If we going to have a dog or a raccoon, are you going to say something today? <laughs> so it's like, you know. <laughs>
3: mostly raccoons. they're always the raccoons yeah, yeah i was gonna say okay. we talked about how the little they have little people hands
1: yeah so okay so I, i'm curious how did the whole raccoon thing started
2: like you're seriously uh, they're just cute like what i mean
3: they are we did i i remember talking to him about their little people hands and, yeah and, you know he sent me a picture of raccoons and then it was raccoons
4: yeah
2: I mean, yeah they're, they're just they're... <laughs> I've always liked raccoons, like that, yeah. and like dogs. I mean, I just, I just fucking love animals, honestly. Yeah. Um, Doesn't really matter what. I just love animals.
1: Yeah, I, I, I think I took a cute, uh, cute, this adorable picture of one of my kittens that I just got, and I was like, "Oh, want not the arrows?" <laughs> yeah, always. Because this is one of those cute little things. Like, oh, he's gonna like this. Yeah. Oh, and then, to, you know, for Jack and El said something too. Too, I'm going, oh, look at it, how cute, um, you know. <laughs>
2: <laughs> definitely always appreciate it yeah
1: yeah yeah well they're cute at that age for a reason i mean but they're adorable but i always was fascinating with the raccoons because sometimes people are like they get such a bad rap and oh, yeah, sure. i know but I they're do. so cute they're adorable
4: yeah. you know yeah
1: so it's one of those I'm like, I'm just gonna ask them if there's any particular reasons for the raccoons, but like, they're, just, they're cute. just cute,
4: they're just good enough, yeah. yeah, good enough, yeah. That's good enough.
1: yeah. Um, do you guys have any specific routines before getting into the booth to start recording? Um, you know, teas, exercises, or you just go like. Eh
2: oh she absolutely does she don't get him started she, on she got the works she's like oh let me get I my let me get my fucking um <laughs> like, dude, misty whatever. inhaler throat thing or whatever let me put on <laughs> a, a scarf uh and then drink my what throat coat, coat tea you know, get my what is the the vocalese uh yeah. spray i don't do any of that do I know. do so, like if I need if I need my voice particularly raspy? I'll go fucking smoke mm-hmm. a cigar, drink some whiskey. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But like, yeah, complete destruction. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: like uh, the anti of everything we learned. Yeah, no, yeah. I brush my teeth. Um, oh, yeah. I, I'll take my re- my retainer out.
1: <laughs> so sexy. Sometimes, in sometimes <laughs> leave it in.
3: Sometimes I leave it yeah. in and record a whole book, and then the audio engineer won't um, take that out. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, I I'll sing, you know, to open up the diaphragm. I won't do
2: that. like, "Hey, shake out my visual line," and I'm just like, "Whatever, <laughs> I don't care." <laughs> um, no, there, there's honestly, there's I have zero formal training, so I don't know what the fuck I should be doing. um <laughs> According to Jacqueline, I should never no
3: told
4: him. I should
2: be doing all the things that she's telling me. But I'm like, perhaps, No, oh, yeah. that sounds lame. So I just, I, <laughs> uh, so I just fucking wing it. Uh, yeah. It's
3: so hard for me when I get his raw audio and I can like I can hear how tired his voice is. And I'm like, did you um did you do any of the things that I suggested? Like, no. no,
1: he's
2: like,
3: he's like, no, no. <laughs> like, did, did you it's use so your
2: throat steamer? I'm like, no, that's weird. Uh, <laughs>
3: <laughs> I sent him this throat steamer. It is not weird. It's, it's, it's very so helpful. Weird. It moisturizes the throat. Yeah, throat. why would I've I? I've
2: never really?
1: heard of it. I've never heard of that. So really? I'm going, hmm, voice, no, I mean, of teas mm, and mm, lodges yeah. and cough drops and drinking water, but a throat steamer? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Oh, right. yeah you're like, Moisturize yeah. my fucking throat. I'm not giving head. I'm, I'm reeking.
3: <laughs>
2: all right. It doesn't got to be all slick.
3: It does. It, <laughs> it probably,
2: helps. it probably does.
3: <laughs> yeah,
2: but I'm not doing well, it, it.
1: Yeah, it's all about stamina, and sometimes when you need to have some of these things Ayo. for the stamina, you yeah. know. But yeah. <laughs> yeah,
2: no problems there.
3: And I was gonna say he does not struggle oh, in
2: the apartment. Uh, yeah, <laughs> now, like um I mean, what was it like two, two and a half some hours? Um. We've 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 got we we each have our method. I tried I tried throat coat tea. I tried it exactly one time,
0: mm-hmm.
2: which is why I, which is why I have not done it again because it's gross. <laughs> it's nasty. It tastes like shit. Um, and even like the even the sprays and the, the honey lemon lozenges, like they're not good. I don't like those. I don't like no, tea. Just, with yeah,
3: I'll yeah. take the little bit of progress that we we've gotten. I think. I I would like to think that I got him to stop uh, drinking carbonated beverages. No. <laughs> no, okay, no, he didn't. Okay. No. okay, no. I was like, water. You drink water while you're recording. He's like, yeah, uh, no, yeah.
2: water <laughs> infused with car- <laughs> with <Coke> carbonation zero. <laughs> and and other ingredients yeah um but yeah like
3: okay never mind
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. uh, so listen i've i've in, in the eight years that i've been doing the series i've gotten everything from like you you know to Sebastian York's shared the the, the the trick about the eating a sour apple or inviting into to, to kind of like get the noise the mouth noise done and stuff like that and one of the yeah. things is as I'm drinking a cup of coffee don't have any kind of dairy or coffee before recording I'm going hm, yeah. tough shit yeah. <laughs>
3: Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. My, you'd hear my stomach if I had, if I had dairy. Yeah. <laughs> trying to battle it out. And then you'd
2: hear yeah. her butt. <laughs>
3: uh, it, you would not. A lady would step out of the booth. What's yeah. matter with you? Yeah. And lovely editing yeah. off
2: yeah, options. <laughs> right. um, but no, like, uh, I don't know. Yeah. You edit you out was, the stomach noises
3: and stuff it, like that. I do. I yeah. do. Never but i think it,
1: it comes we all have we kind of all know our, our own machinery kind of a thing and so we know what works for us and where we go so but you know yeah yeah it's right. always fun to Yeah, no, to no chicken out.
2: tandoori before uh we're <laughs> going into the yeah don't like yeah. just you know obviously avoid stuff that gives you the fucking runs um, <laughs> that's, it's just not you're not yeah. gonna have a good time no you're I like really i will no. record this a week from now Yeah, Um,
1: cannot be doing the sexy stuff when you're having the runs. Yeah, Yeah, no. No. Mm -hmm.
2: So no recording on Taco Tuesday. Yeah. Okay, got it.
1: (laughs) One of the things that you've been doing recently that I that I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, that's pretty good. Are accents, and we are, as I think, Mm -hmm. listeners are ass suckers for an accent, whether it's British. No, (laughs) I know. I said, I'm going literally in my head. I'm going one, five, four, three. And my like, is going to pick up on that. Yes, Watch. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I, as, as listeners, we are suckers yes. for accents. Uh, yes.
2: <laughs> what kind of suckers?
1: Yes. <laughs> it depends on what you're yeah. talking yeah, about. Right. Yeah. No. <laughs> But you both have done some accent work and stuff like that. Um, what has your favorite to perform, accents? Like?
2: Um, definitely more of the like the Hemsworthy, uh, the accent there. Uh, that, that one tends to be the, the more fun one. Like I really have to sort of stand up and, and sort of posture for that one. Uh, you really do have to oh, sort of to channel the Thor. You can't, it, you can't say. just bring that out of nowhere, but.
3: Number
2: in hand. Right, yeah, I mean, that you have to, like that one's the fun one. Um, and then if, you know, if I feel like being annoying, um, then I'll, I'll just go into whichever of the other accents that, that I feel like, and you know, it depends on who you ask, whether like the to, the to the level of accuracy. Um, I've had some some like native um, people to the England area who are like, yeah, yeah, now that sounds. Yeah, that's pretty good. Um, and then I've had people who are like Americans who are like your accent like, sucks. You're like you need to work on that. That's like, uh, how would you know? Uh, <laughs> um, because
3: in their head. Yeah. It's in their head, yeah. 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 It's not I a southern accent. Oh, right. yeah. God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think those of us that like grew around Southern accents um, grew up around that. We know yeah. that they're not all alike. Right.
2: Right.
3: You know, we appreciate that there's actually quite a few regional. There's m- there's
2: more nuance than just that. head of you Yeah. 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 yeah like te-
3: Texas, is, <laughs> Texas is not, we're not all from Texas. Right. Texas is not Kentucky, not Carolina. Is not yeah.
1: God, Kentucky. Is not, yeah. It's not a Savannah, Georgia. Right. You know? mm-hmm. so I like no, that. No.
3: Like I, I like a good Southern accent.
1: Yeah, yeah but it, it, again, it also goes back to what's being said. I, I think that, like, the, the listeners that really love the more southern is when there's a term of endearment or like a darling kind of put in yeah. there right. and things yeah. like that, you know, or certain words uh, just sound better when there's a Huckleberry. British accent. Yes, yeah, mm-hmm. it, it, it works, you know, but the, just so you guys know, there have been two instances where people have said. Oh my God, his Irish accent is so bad. The guy's actually born and raised in Ireland. Right. And and so it's like, yeah. And then there was a very similar.
3: Is it? Is it? Is it really? Okay. Or is your imagination?
1: (laughs) Yeah. And then there was another one that was for uh, the his British is so not what it's supposed to be. And he's born and raised in London, England.
4: So, yeah,
1: right. Yeah. So everybody's a critic. Um, But those were always those two examples. Send that to me. I'm going, dude, if you knew, if you only knew, do your research first before you bust out (laughs) with something.
3: Right. I mean, as a listener, but like, I mean, as as a narrator as an actor you know you have to do your research too like yeah. don't give me robin hood absent of a proper english accent like kevin costner yes or you know king louis the 14th and 17th century france sounding like a bro from southern california like
1: dude california.
4: The man <laughs> yeah. in the iron mask yeah. yes <laughs> i was like leo
3: leo it's leo 17th century france
2: Mm-hmm. I mean, there's, there's a reason it took him that long to get an Oscar.
3: <laughs> hey, he redeemed himself in Blood Diamond. I will say that. That was an excellent uh, South African accent. Yeah. Yeah. And he he didn't win an Oscar for that. No.
2: So apparently he did not. <laughs>
3: You're, right. You're right.
2: You're right. <laughs> they were like, I remember that man in the iron mask. Fuck you, man. <laughs>
3: right. Like, I mean, both of the gentlemen did fantastic portrayals, but so yeah. your mm-hmm. task was quite clearly laid out in front of you right yeah i just missed the mark completely yeah Yeah. well it's it's
1: it's you know kind of goes into like the the question i'm gonna ask you guys now is like how do you go about choosing what the characters are going to sound like when you only have a little bit of information or even if the author has provided you with a list of this one has a list this one talks really fast this one has a southern accent blah 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 but there's still stuff to it aside from just the voice i mean there's the cadence and stuff like that how do you guys go about deciding what the characters that you're narrating are going to sound like. Uh,
2: I, I, I asked for more of like a profile on the character
4: mm-hmm,
2: um, yeah. where it's like, okay, sure. For, for the book that we, that we recently did, um, I had to do, I was only supposed to do three, but I ended up doing four voices. Um, I think maybe, maybe more, um, but like um, Micah's character. uh He, he ended up having, um, a couple of different, uh, fairly unique scenes, which the other, the other characters, not so much. Um, I'm trying to avoid spoilers, um, (laughs) you know, but like he was, his, his dialogue was, uh, a lot more soft, uh, and and deliberately so. And so the delivery of the lines became a little softer, um, a little more uh just a little a, a little sweeter because that was that was the whole angle of the character it was like he is a pretty much a stark contrast and it's like how did he fall in with these three i guess that's a story for the next book who knows um <laughs> but you know like uh just jansen for example it was just the the typecast was like oh well he's got a he's got a D voice and I was like okay well how are we gonna make him talk he's gonna be super serious and severe uh, yeah. and then uh, Jensen sorry not not Jensen uh, Damien, Ghost um, was more unhinged uh, and and so we that one I actually had to go through I actually <laughs> recorded the entirety of the first book um, and then. Uh, submitted it, and the feedback that I got back was like, <sighs> not quite. Um, and so I ended up having to re-record the entire thing, uh, which was fine. Like that's that's mm-hmm. just part of it. Um, especially like you want it to match the author's vision uh, right. or what they what they you know picture in their head as far as like, okay, this is the character, this is what they sound like. Um, yeah. So, yeah. just. Uh, I went really unhinged the first time and then I had to pull it back to just be more like more edgy slash unhinged, like uh, unhinged is, is sort of like a, a footnote to the to the edginess. Um,
3: yeah. And letting the like the attitude. Yeah. The attitude play the character. Right. Because, right. I mean, I trust that most authors are confident in the characters they've written Like yeah. by the time the character like reaches us. So it, it helps to, like, read into to that attitude yeah. and their interactions in the novel, their backstory, and we trust that to to help determine how the person might sound, yeah. you know, their inflections, their cadence, their pace. Obviously, accents are something entirely different and not necessarily a decision or something implied, but something more direct.
2: Yeah, that's, that's something that they would, like communicate to us directly as far as like okay well i mean this character is from xyz place and i'm like um, i can't do it sorry like or <laughs> you know like if it were if it were more specifically like oh i want this character to be like scottish or something like that i'd be like Ooh. please hire a scottish narrator it <laughs> no, no,
4: was like practice. the only thing
2: the only yeah, thing I would come nice. up with it would be, I mean, the character's gonna sound like Shrek
4: Shrek, and it's going to be
2: offensive <laughs> to anyone who has any experience with, with Scotland.
1: Yeah. Um, so. Again, do it, Captain.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Captain. Oh yeah. God.
1: Yeah. But, that's, it's a, but it's important to have that information as far as, you know, it's one thing to be willing to learn, Cause I'm yeah. all about learning, but it's also different when you're on the deadline thing that that may not be the moment to learn something right. while yeah. you're yeah. supposed to be doing the book. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. And it's not, and I, and I, know that the authors do appreciate it. We're like, we would love it, but oh, I'm sorry. I don't do the, you know, the Scottish accents and yeah. they're like, okay, great. So when I don't have a Scottish character, I'm going to hire you. Then. Right. So yeah. I'm, yeah. Big,
2: yeah. I'm a big, I'm a big proponent in. In. of, of authors um, hiring narrators. That are already within whatever demographic that, that the character is um,
3: authentic to that.
2: Yeah, because one, like, it gives them the opportunity, like that narrator, the opportunity to have that work, whereas I'm I'm sure that that plenty of other people would be chomping at the bit to take that work from them. Um, and two, it it does give the authenticity to the characters that are that are uh, portrayed in the book. Um, so it would be, it would be easy for me to be like, yeah, I'll take it, whatever. And then just do it and just, you know, churn out a hunk of shit. Um, but like, then I just denied someone who might've done it justice from that opportunity. Um, yeah. And they have that lived experience of the character too. Um, like I've been approached several times to do more like male, male scenes. And, and so I've never done that in my personal life. I've had like male, female, male uh, in my personal life, but, but no like strictly like male, male and then female. Um, so that was, that was a bit of a stretch as far as like a uh, spoiler alert, as far as like the last book that we, that we narrated. Um, that was a bit of a stretch, but like in the future, ideally I would prefer someone th- who has that lived experience to take that job um, because I, I just feel like they they would do it better
3: you know I'm game well I don't get throw it at me
2: I, I mean I'll I'll give I'll it give a shot <laughs> I'll give it a shot but I mean it, it, like if the character is specifically like yeah, the main no, character of a book is like okay well this is a this is a book and both characters they're just they're they're gay I'd be like okay well I, you know that's not me though no offense yeah. like but like You can, there are plenty of narrators out there who have that lived experience and I do not. Um, So why, why would you not hire them for that role? You know?
1: Yeah. Or they've done courses and studies and workshops too that are, you know, they've been cast like I've been doing it for years. And so they're more familiar with the. Um, energy that goes into that type of character mm-hmm. that you may not be aware of. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. right. Exactly. And, I, and
2: I don't and not to say that there's any specific thing that like, oh, well, they they do this. There's nothing like that. But, you know,
3: yeah, no it's um, a respect. It's a sensitivity issue. Yeah. Yeah. Demographic. yeah, Right. No, totally understood.
2: Whereas, like, I mean, anyone could could do something that would be offensive and you don't want to do that. Like, that's just it's why, why? For what? For like the temporary gain of of having secured that job? Days. Like yeah, like <laughs> no, yeah, I'll pass.
1: Yeah. No, it's it's good. You know, again, there's so many opportunities out there that it's okay to, you know, say no to a gig if it's not going to do it justice based right. on your experience or knowledge or lack thereof. It's it's okay to say that. It's yeah, good. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. What's your favorite type of character to perform?
2: I really, I do really enjoy the the more unhinged, darker characters. Um, saying,
3: I like villains. Yeah, yeah, we we <laughs> we like the villains.
2: The the past couple of books have been have been uh, good for that. Uh, just sort of, f- I don't know, flexing what we're what we're more accustomed to, what we're better at. Um, like I, for anyone who has listened to melt for us. Uh, the what was it chapter 10 the last chapter was it the last chapter yeah. I don't know yeah. Um, yeah but the last chapter of that audiobook um, really got to uh, let loose a little uh, and that was fun it was enjoyable and it's more than just like oh we will bust it out right now and so okay well you know uh, cue nut busting um, <laughs> it, it's it, a lot more um, energy and and acting can go into sort of the mm-hmm. unhinged uh, side yeah. of things where it's like i'm not gonna go fucking jared leto on that shit but um
3: <laughs> please you don't know,
2: yeah leto. god forbid but uh but we're gonna have fun with it and it's and it's mm-hmm. going to sound a bit more uh believable hopefully
3: yeah yeah mm-hmm. villains are fun or like someone c- coming into their like well-deserved villain yeah. era there are mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah yeah i
1: think that's something common uh, when you kind of get to do something a little bit outside your normal norm or even
2: behavior kind of a thing you're like ooh, yeah time
3: okay. to have fun
2: right <laughs> Let yeah out a little I mean,
3: bit.
2: <laughs> in our in it like in my uh normal life i've i've never gotten to murder anyone um <laughs> with my bare fist. um <laughs> caveat so <laughs> no, no.
4: <laughs> yeah I haven't like, murdered like anyone he...
2: at all uh
4: <laughs> good to know <laughs> um, yeah.
2: yeah but in the book in the book I I have at it you know yeah. spoiler yeah. alert I kind of um just let loose and and you know that's you get to explore definitely a side of, of uh humanity that that really pushes the limits of humanity um obviously the, there's the there's um the understanding that that only humanity is capable of the sort of like evil that that is in the world because of us um nothing like that in, in other species um but we don't we don't most people don't go there uh often um so, so it's fun to, to yeah it's fun to explore that that side of things
1: yeah that that be able to have that moment i mean even the the fact that bully romance is as popular as it is and or we accept it when the the guy is being an alpha asshole and like in real life hell fuck no but in the book ooh, that's my big play fan <laughs> you know it's good to kind of like Live out, like I of said,
3: like the character entering a, like a well deserved yeah. villain era, like mm-hmm. delivering karmic pies and just desserts, like even a moment of taking what they want or saying exactly how they feel.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Delivering here's cream pies is that what you uh, said?
3: No, I said karmic pies, you <laughs> gross karmic <ass>. pies,
2: <laughs> karma karmic <laughs> like
3: a like, here's your karma pie, just mm-hmm. dessert. No, maybe no, okay,
2: cream pies, yes. <laughs>
1: that's a different conversation guys um <laughs> don't look it up
4: delivering cream
3: anyway yeah, I, like, I like uh characters that speak up for themselves because i mean arrows probably knows this about me my bark is way worse than my bite so when i you know when there's someone who is i, I like a, a good ball busting bitch love it so
2: she she means that her like worse it she means no like not as fierce. <laughs> um her bite is definitely way worse than her bark. You think so? She does not bark. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Think that about? I mean, mm-hmm.
3: maybe you're right. Yeah.
2: You don't you don't <laughs> bark. I mean there there's the type of person who um will just endure until they're not talking like but like <laughs> um you know, you can only you can only push that type of person so far. Um, and they're not going to, they're not going to be loud. They're not going to bitch at you. They're not going to do this or that, or even fight back um, until it's time to win mm-hmm. the fight. Um, and that's thats very much uh, how Jacqueline operates. It's like, she'll just take whatever. And then when it's time to act, she acts swiftly and decisively. And, and like, there, there is no barking involved. Just fighting.
3: Just if you ask nicely. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe there's a little barking right yeah right. no I mean, yeah like
2: honestly if if a narration calls for barking i will say hire a dog
3: uh,
2: <laughs> hire someone with that lived experience uh, no, um,
1: no 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 but i, I totally um, understand that concept of uh yeah i think the saying is it's that d- worry about it when i'm not talking yeah yeah. when i'm quiet okay, that's yeah, yeah. worry when when i'm, when I'm quiet, quiet that's
2: yeah
1: that means yeah. that uh yeah
2: that's for sure yeah you don't want to you don't want to piss the nice people off oh yeah uh, and that's that's very much uh mm-hmm. that's very much jacqueline
3: mm-hmm. yeah did you just call me nice oh he did <laughs>
2: oh, uh,
1: that to
3: the bank <laughs> <laughs> like, let me rethink that.
1: It's okay. I already got it. I got it already. It's already recorded. So already good. <laughs> yeah. Can't
2: even take it back.
1: No. No, <laughs> no sorry. <laughs> what do you think is? Uh, what is your favorite part of narrating
3: romance? Mm-hmm. Getting to say out loud all the deliciously filthy creative replacements for like dirty words, <laughs> <laughs> like. Penis and vagina. <laughs>
2: it might be one of my least favorite parts. People honestly. are so authors are so all, creative. The, I love all the euphemisms for for just like I mean I don't care if you say dick a hundred times in a paragraph, uh, yeah. just please don't call it like love rocket <laughs> or Robin or Johnson. Him. Like, come on. There, there are a few things. Less sexy than than like oh you want to suck my Johnson no I <laughs> I'm love going it home. I love I'm going home
3: to get to say all those things it's fun to me
2: I can't stand it it's you know, that's <laughs> that's absolutely the worst part of it and just the the really cheesy euphemisms that no one would ever actually say in that's real life
3: it um, fun?
2: it's fun well for you yeah. yeah yeah also
3: moaning into the microphone um, you know that can be very liberating
2: what did what did someone Posted recently about a book that fuck pocket.
3: Fuck pocket? Oh no, you know what? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's, pocket
4: my pocket. it's something
2: like that. I want to say that it was fuck po- pocket, but it was like wow. that. I don't
3: No, po- no.
4: pockets
2: no. are for change and like my phone.
3: That sounds like a lonely island song,
2: yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not... I don't want to put my dick in a fuck pocket.
3: Because mm-hmm.
1: now all I have is like, hot
3: yes. pockets.
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was going
3: to say, I love pocket. I'm pretty sure they right. make those. Yeah, yeah but paddle.
1: no rubber. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, no, I think uh, when it comes down to the the, the colorful use of them for the different body parts, um, cock is definitely a, a favorite of authors to use. Um, uh, folds for the lady. I, I think that's so.
4: A...
3: He, <laughs> wasn't there i think there was like a petition at the beginning of, of the venture where people
2: were oh, yeah. like, please don't use cock yeah
3: like the women voted they didn't
2: yeah they didn't they didn't want that word. they didn't want cock oh, um, okay. which i get i get yeah cock is like a specific demographic <laughs> i think haters balls, i don't know Rain, i have
3: no eh. preference
2: I, I i just think <laughs> dick sounds better it just sounds very yeah. It's more. It's. I think it's more straightforward. Yeah, yeah, that's true.
1: Again, it's just one of those. Like sometimes, I'm but like okay, I'm gonna get into a book, and I'm forbid,
2: like,
3: mm-hmm. I don't mind penis.
2: God forbid, <laughs> like pee pee. Oh God, <laughs> that book, is so not if sexy. If a book called yeah. for pee I would do it with a smile on my face. I'd be like, yep. I
3: think it depends on who, my like, who's saying it, what saying if a man is talking about his own, like his own junk, do I want him to say my cock? No. Not
2: do you me. want him to say pee-pee? Yes.
3: Suck my pee yeah.
4: We're, we're going to do a survey. Suck my um, fucking...
1: Listeners. <laughs> yeah, let us know. Would you prefer cock I, or pee-pee? I, that would mean he, he had a sense <laughs> yeah. of human.
3: That, that is humor. true. Yeah. Yeah. I
2: yeah. think unanimously they'll be in favor of PP in the future. So Yeah. <laughs> well, if you said it, I yeah, I'm expect sure. royalties. <laughs> I expect royalties for for every Absolutely. book. Absolutely. uses PP <laughs> instead <laughs> of fucking cock. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, money, we, please. We
3: had what did we have? Uh, the demon call it in divine. What was it? Pulsating flesh shadow. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You wrote it. <laughs> it. was yeah, I know. Oh my God, I'm so stupid. Um, yeah, I don't it was it was uh I don't know. Well, I mean, there's always
1: a, a time and a place. I and mean, I know sometimes when you're having that conversation and it's a rom com and maybe it's the girlfriends that are talking, yeah. we may bust out with, oh yeah, because you know his pee-pee. But it was one of those in the you know, in the joke kind of a right. moment or cocks at that. But if if we're in that intimate moment and you bust out with suck my pee pee, I'm probably gonna laugh.
2: Yeah. <laughs> or like the Wanderlust scene with Paul Rudd where he's like, you don't take that diyukka. Yeah. Um <laughs> then you know then it's the yeah. it's it's important the, to have fun. The answer with is it.
3: no. Yeah it is. Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> you like my erection selection? <laughs>
1: Yeah, my um, rod is yeah. hard for you. <laughs> yeah, rod. my fucking yeah, That's another one.
2: Rod. Yeah. it's so it's it's terrible. But um mm-hmm. yeah, rather than I mean more to the question you asked for my favorite thing about it. Uh
3: Yeah. um,
2: <laughs> um yeah, definitely just just um I'm I'm a sucker for like sort of conveying actual love and emotion and things like that um and so i I like trying to make that as believable as possible um no matter the writing so even if it to me seems cheesy um i'll try and put as much genuine feeling into it so where it's like okay I completely believe that this is a person saying this to another human yeah. person, uh, yeah. rather than like, okay, well, this was written by someone who has never <laughs> experienced any of that. Um, which, you know, it, it is bound to happen with, with writing in general. Um, cause not everyone writes what they know. They a lot of people write what they wish would happen. That's, I mean, that's the whole idea of writing is just like fantasy stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh just just putting that feeling into it and, and making it so that um, even for a moment the listener might feel like that, that's being said to them, that they can sort of sense that that mm-hmm. love.
3: Yeah,
1: playing you know? yeah. into the attitude. Yeah. It helps. Yeah. Yeah. Again, part of being the He's professional. Yeah.
4: I, I, I try. <laughs>
1: What genre other than romance uh do you would you guys want to narrate in and why? Uh does smut
3: count? That's <laughs> yeah, still romance. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I,
2: um... more like high fantasy, or not even uh-huh. just high fantasy, yeah. but fantasy in general. Just um, you know, sci-fi mm-hmm. would be fun as well.
3: Oh, most definitely, yeah. Mm-hmm
2: okay and e, i know like Lisa, that
3: there are so many sub genres to, to romance that the yeah you can I get mean, a little bit yeah, of everything yeah,
1: yeah. But, even that's, but even outside that, of romance I, i'm you know that's the other thing too i mean i know romance is like that's the only thing but no there's other things outside of romance and that's okay
3: <laughs> yeah murder I know, mystery i love a good murder mystery mm-hmm. mm. Mm. yeah i do that's good not
2: so much mm. not so much yeah. Not for me.
1: Yeah. But I know that you are have been very vocal um for your fans um uh, about the fact that you are a huge fan and lover of Wheel of Time. And that's one of your favorite series. Oh, yeah. So oh, what yeah, drew absolutely. you to that story?
2: Uh the cover art uh as a child, a very small child. Uh the cover arts was um what initially drew me to it. I mean, I was already um big nerd big into like final fantasy and stuff like that um and so it was sort of like a natural transition to where it's like oh this is swords and magic Ah, oh, this is swords and magic too um and so you know just I, I think i picked up the series first when i was like 11 wow, wow. and the, the very first book eye of the world was like almost 700 pages Mm That was a fat fucking book. And (laughs) and, um, I just dove right into it. Um, And like, there wasn't a day that went by for the next several years where I wasn't just at every opportunity buried in one of those giant ass books, Um, like at all, at all times, including at school. I was, I was always lugging those around, Um, loved it. Love it. couldn't couldn't get enough okay. swords and Another magic.
1: Day. Yeah, I <laughs> know yeah, swords and magics are always fun. And I know that they recently did a TV uh we don't talk thing about for it. it. Yeah, okay. that, uh, <laughs> that's a sore spot. That's a sore okay. Spot. That's what I was it's gonna a, say. I was like,
2: oh yeah. <laughs> it's it it terrible. Um, they de- it's an insult. A uh, lot to yeah, they, they to took a th- lot, lot of
1: things. That It yeah, that's a lot of though that happens too Anytime there's an adaption um from a yeah. book to a, yeah. to a tv series yeah. or a movie but i will say though that's when that does happen when the book is made into something it has sometimes for, for me the, the positive spin on it that i try to give it is that people may not be intrigued and will want to go read the book yeah. and yeah. find out that it's a way right. better yeah. story
3: that's very true yeah. right
2: yeah i mean it, it does introduce a new audience uh, people who may have never put pick, picked up the books or or you know thought twice about it uh, or ever heard about it um but like at the same time, I feel like there's there's a limit to how many liberties you can take on on a property like that, especially one as well established as that, um, before it gets insulting, and uh, the the sort of the the direction they went. Was like they read the first five pages and they were like, "I've read enough." Yeah, and they just fucking they <laughs> I think, just like, "Oh wait." A lot of
3: times, I think a lot of times what happens is they they try to take it and and compete with what's on the market right yeah. now. Like I know The Witcher, The Witcher is extremely popular, um, and it's Sex on a Stick, you know, Henry Cavill. So I think they were they were trying to uh, like push the series more into that direction. It felt like.
2: Like, Absolutely the egregious wrong. sex That's scene in the that first that episode that just didn't, yes, like, it had never wrong. happened. It, at right. At any point. Yes. Point with the, those two yeah. characters, ever. They
3: needed to compete with, you know. Yeah, shock a factor, type. yeah.
2: Which is like, I mean, The Witcher 3 opens with fucking uh, Geralt in a bathtub. Um, so it's like, okay, a- they a- didn't even have to, <laughs> they didn't even have to stretch that. Whereas <laughs> with The Wheel of Time, the first episode, Rand and, yeah. and Gwen, they literally never hook up right i think they kiss once and then it's like way down the line that yeah yeah mm-hmm. and then it's like oh well, no they're fucking it's like okay so they're <laughs> i'm out. like this is
3: gonna be a bridgerton episode for, for it, was sure. so it was so bad so <laughs> bad yeah um yeah Just, no
1: thanks yeah but i i do love how you Really, truly love the books, and that uh, you the, how how you're such a fan of it. So, oh, I know so people. Ha- yeah, it. people have picked up the book just because they're like, "Oh, wait, oh, okay, you like? It? Oh, let me just check it out. Oh, it's really good." You know, kind of goes from there. Yeah. What about you, Jacqueline? What's your favorite um, book out there as far as series goes, or that one that you would love to narrate, either
3: or? Um... Like I, I don't think I have a like a particular series in mind. I I have so much respect for like my favorites that have already been produced as audiobooks. I know, um, I had mentioned *She's Come Undone* before by Wally Lamb, and and that's uh, I think that's already been read twice by um, Linda Stevens, and then again by Kathy Najimy. I mean, mm-hmm. fantastic, fantastic ladies. And then, um, the uh secrets of redemption book one I think that's like a it begins with a lie it's psychological romantic suspense ish you know that was uh read by the incomparable January LaVoy just she's incredible she's my favorite I really just want to do something nasty (laughs) (laughs) is that bad is that no no I mean I mean not that what we what we've what we've we've done you know was was pretty nasty I mean it was the novellas were so filthy that um when it came time to pull the retail sample um which is like standard like one to five minutes long um I found it difficult to find even 60 seconds of PG rated audio to post <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> 60 seconds was a like stretch. hold my beer <laughs> yeah like he was saying from scene to scene uh, you yeah. know his bloopers are like oh yeah. I'm I'm coming and I'm mm. coming
4: yeah, <laughs> i think i the mean it was a, it an her, olympic just,
2: sport. This, this more tame stuff was was her portions of the book where it's like literally every time it was like okay well, here's my I'm line i'm busting a nut i'm coming <laughs> i'm balls deep inside xyz yeah so. it was a,
3: a it, a draining experience.
2: Yeah. Not a nut, a nut draining.
3: Experience. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean yeah, we all have it's our fun. favorites. Love so to do something nasty.
1: Yeah. yeah. I'll have goals. It's good. It's good. Yeah. I know that we've touched on your relationship contributing to a seamless team dynamic and it's popular. And you guys are up-and-coming narrators and voiceover artists that are becoming very, very popular. I kind of want to talk about what your working relationship and how you know it all contributes to this dynamic is like you know without like giving away proper you know proprietary information but how do you guys divide and conquer the work when, once you've been cast and and how to go about that stuff
2: um so she does 95 percent of it um and then i just i just read the lines um <laughs> Uh, say, uh, like make it happen um, yeah that, I mean that's that's it, it sounds like I'm just making a joke, but uh, I mean honestly, she does the lion's share of the work. she does her own lines she does uh, she edits all of all of our lines. Uh, she does all the production she does uh, she cuts it all together. Um, she does a tremendous amount of the work
3: like it it doesn't feel like there's any it doesn't feel like there's any rhyme or reason to what we do. It just feels natural. To, to like say that there's no process, but I don't think that's entirely true. I mean, obviously, like you said, something's working. Yeah. So yeah. We, yeah. we really do move like congruously in this. He's, he very much so makes up for, for where I fall short. And I'd like to think that I'm able to do the same in areas that he's not as comfortable or has trusted me to take on. We kind of like exist in this partnership, you know, where we have this understanding of what we each bring to the table And I mean, like I said, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to do this. with It's it's hard to to be like, it's
2: really hard to, to put a bow on it and just be like, okay, well, here's, here's everything that I do. Here's everything that she does. And then here's, here's why it works. Uh, It just works. Um, Yeah. It is sort of the the gist of it. Um, But yeah, I mean, certainly the, uh, my end of things is like the recognition and then the oh, and then, yeah you know, i the, mean he is Eros. that's
3: that's everything i mean it doesn't exist it doesn't exist without him
2: and then and then so. just like the sh- the sheer amount of the hours that go into editing and just making making sure that like this line connects to this line and this line, you know so on and so forth yeah
3: when it comes to the to the novels i'm the doomsday prepper <laughs> <you> know, like, <laughs> I, i'll read the novel once twice three times you know throughout the process of recording um so beforehand he like relies on me for the manuscript prep. I'll do the character breakdowns and the color coding highlighting. And sometimes yes. I get it wrong. Um, <laughs> so he can focus on like the the Patreon, Discord, Twitch side of things. You know, so whatever I can do to facilitate yeah. the recording process like the ex- of the audiobook, you know, I'll do stuff. that. Yeah. Um,
2: and then yeah, like even with all of that preparation, there there comes times when when like we're going through the lines and we're like, I think this is actually this character character i know Um, yeah where it's like (laughs) i wasn't wearing my glasses just the way that it's (laughs) it's it's left to be sort of ambiguous to where it's like i don't know who the fuck is saying this line yeah so we'll just kind of look for it yeah and then we'll and then we'll go through it and we'll be like no that didn't make sense so i guess it's this character Uh, and then we'll have to redo that part but yeah it's 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 always fun but
1: i think it's also just the fact that obviously like i said you, it's totally working with what, how you guys are doing things but also that you guys recognize that you both bring something different to the table and that you are you know honest about that and acknowledge it i think too is something that can be a little bit rare when it comes down to teamwork oh, we are,
3: are so different though we we, we really yeah. are and how we approach everything i think if we were if we were very much alike this probably wouldn't work the way it's worked
2: yeah. uh I, I think there's a lot of people that are on the outside looking in that are like I don't know, Jacqueline, you just do way too much. And like, there's, you know, <laughs>
4: there,
2: there's no way that this can be, can be worth it for you. Blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, and it's like, I don't, she doesn't feel that way.
3: I don't feel that way. <laughs> like,
2: I'm not, the, why, there's, why,
3: Yeah. Right. Why would I be here? And
2: I mean, at, at the same time, there's like, okay, well, you know, you're doing all this for, for this author, that author, like, what are you actually getting out of it? Talking to me. And it's like, well, I mean, I don't care. I just want to, I just want to do it. (laughs) And I just want to work with people that I, that I enjoy working with. It's there, there's a lot of like, uh, sort of negativity around just doing things for people and we're doing things with people for just mainly for the sake of just doing it because you want to create stuff together. Yeah. Like, it's not all about what you get out of stuff. Like, I don't often do things uh angling to get like a really advantageous position it's like okay well i'm gonna get this and this and this i don't fucking care like i, I just want to have fun doing yeah. stuff
3: and um, i think we just we create great stuff together and we have yeah, fun doing it we just have fun 99 of the time yeah yeah <laughs> i did could,
4: I could, yeah yeah yeah
1: but i think aside from the fun thing i mean this is work and i know that it takes stuff you know to make it happen and there's sometimes like i've been i i've been a production manager and i'm like it's mm-hmm. like hurting cats trying to get everybody's calendar and availability and i'm like okay what yeah. works what doesn't work and then there's a formula to figure out how long the scene yeah. is going to take based on the words and blah blah, blah. and then you, you set aside the time and it happened to me once where i'm like okay it should be 30 minutes and i booked the 30 minutes and they busted out in five and i'm like wait nice. yeah. <laughs> like how did this happen was my math wrong and and stuff like that so i, I think it's you know, having the conversation about how the partnership works, gives people like, yeah. oh, the, the, the work behind it and that the two of you are good with it. And, and it just kind of showcases that we all have different skill sets and that we know how to work together to bring up the best product. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah. Sure thing. It's, it's a
4: lot, like,
2: <laughs> it's a lot like being allowed to pick your own partner in, in class for like a, a project um, yeah. for a group project. And it's like, you- you just you, you know, Jacqueline and I just lock eyes with each other from across the classroom with each other, and you know it's like, yeah, we got this. And, yeah. I mean, every time, every time, and it's it's I mean, way better than just sort of getting stuck with someone else that you're cast with. Um, it's just like we look at each other and we just know that we're gonna knock it out of the fucking park, and, and it's gonna it's gonna be fun and it's gonna be easy. Um, and and so that we just we just have that sort of friendship to where it's like. Doesn't matter what all goes into it, or it doesn't matter who does what, or. or um,
3: we're both super happy with yeah. As well. We're
2: just we're good. just happy doing it.
1: Good, yeah. It's a, it's good that you guys have that going on.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. In the Molly dole series, the Holiday Mask Men series, the material was not only dark, but it included some scenes that were difficult because of the content. There were trigger sexual situations. How did the mm-hmm. two of you work through that? Was there any special prep, you know, for this specific series, for those specific scenes? You know, what do the kind of conversations look for when it's something like that?
3: Uh, there wasn't any special prep, I think, due to the nature of the content. I mean, we did have a conversation because of it, I think, and regarding one of the, the chapters specifically, like, told from his point of view. It was comfortable with what we were about to do. Yeah. Um, because I, j- I believe, like, I believe it as our responsibility as narrators when agreeing to take on like sensitive subject matter like that that you have to approach it with the utmost respect and understanding that the author wrote this with a vision in mind like as a plot mechanism to entertain even if dark and while moving their narr- narrative forward and um that if done with any level of success you know it's it's gonna evoke some pretty strong feelings you know for people listening we don't want to, we didn't want to be insensitive. To yeah. That.
2: Yeah. So there's, there's definitely, uh, we had a conversation about it, uh, a couple of different scenes that were like, okay, we want to make sure that it's handled respectfully. Yeah. Um. And, and carefully to, to a point where it's like, we're not going to be doing any damage to people that listen to this. Right. Um. Because if, if that were the case, then I, I honestly, I would have, probably had to uh, opt out of doing the chapter altogether. Yeah,
3: and we, um, that too, we had that discussion too. We had that
2: discussion too, to where it's like, I'm, I can't in good conscience do this. Um, but, but luckily I felt like everything that was that was uh, dealt with in the two books um, was was handled responsibly enough to where it was like, okay, this will be more cathartic than anything else. It might also still do damage, but it'll be more cathartic than damaging, um, and and as long as it's handled respectfully, I think that that there, are, you can talk about any topic. There is there there's a huge huge difference between glorifying something, yeah. and talking yeah. about something, yeah.
3: And in promotion, uh, we we were we were uh, very specific yeah. with the the being mindful about your trigger warnings. I think in every promo that we did.
1: Yeah, and I know that you personally also donated to Rain, which is the Rape, Abuse, and Incident National Network organization. And you also helped organize a bunch of authors and a publisher to donate their profits for a month to Rain. Um, yeah. How, you know, what did that, how did that come about? Like, how, what was your, you know, thought process behind getting all that stuff done? There okay. was an astonishing amount of money that was donated. So I truly want to, you know, highlight that because a lot of people, talk and don't put their money behind their mouth oh for sure yeah
4: you know (laughs) so So, you you did that uh
2: yeah so as far as the the rain donations go i mean that was brought about by a really sensitive subject that was sort of co-opted from my personal like past history uh into a a book that shall not be named um but essentially you know my story was taken Mm um and it became Less and less about um, the fact that, that all of that was going on and more about like all of the hundreds, thousands of messages that I got from people that mm-hmm. were like, Yeah, I believe you and here's why. And it, they went into their own stories and, and it was like, oh, holy shit, this is heavy. This is a lot. And I need to do something to, to um to help all these people who feel um, now like connected to me or, or feel like validated because I'm speaking up um, even if like, maybe they've gone their whole lives without ever saying a word about their uh, situation. Um, so initially we, I donated uh, all of the, all of the royalties from an audiobook that I did. So that, that, and, and like all the projected royalties as well. So even even like two months out from there, um, I basically estimated like, okay, we're, I'm probably gonna get about like $25,000 from that. Um, mm-hmm. And I was right. So it was, it was like right around 25,000. Um, and so I donated all of that. Uh, someone else uh, started their own uh, side fundraiser also for rain. So I went ahead and and did another, um, 500, 600 for that. And then I, and then I also did another 1000 on, I, I believe on my TikTok profile as well. Um, uh, and then I also committed all of the Twitch earnings from my streams, um, from like mid February when it all started, um, to, uh, the end of April um to also be donated to rain. So that was another 24,500 ish um which was just a tremendous amount of money that was raised by by everyone who was watching and stuff. Um so all told, I mean, we raised 50, just about just shy of like 52,000 um and wow. that's all being donated to to rain. Most yeah. of that has already been donated and now I'm just waiting on all the uh, all the Twitch stuff to clear before I donate that. But
1: yeah. Yeah that's a uh, I, I truly was very thankful that you were spotlighting that organization and um also sharing that it existed because a lot of people sometimes don't know that there is organizations that can help yeah. through some stuff and help others you know kind of work through out things and get the help that they need um to survive. And so a lot of us were very appreciative of that. Um the other thing too is that you also uh, participated and donated to the Lift for Autism which is a romance community and yeah. auction for autism and that was like yeah. fantastic too, because that's the community of romance listeners and, and readers get together and they donate books and other things and chats and stuff like that. And it was a uh, I I again I truly appreciate you you guys jumping in there and, and donating a fabulous thing that I think may have been the highest bidding item. I think. I don't think they've released all that info, but I know
3: that the organizers wow, that's incredible. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And we had a lot of we had a lot of his patrons reach out. I had a lot of people personally message me about um like how close that is to them you know having a family member yeah. and and how much it, it meant to them um that we were doing that so I, we were just super stoked that everyone wanted to participate in that and, and that they they really showed out and showed up for sure for that
2: for that action yeah huge uh from my understanding huge um uh, dollar amount in the end as well so, yeah 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 uh, what what I committed was that I was going to round that up to just a uh, it ended up being uh, how much? I don't know if you want to around
3: seventeen hundred. I think
2: yeah. I don't know if you want to say the number, but, to, to but yeah, right around seventeen hundred. Um, so we're yeah. rounding that up to two, and then just doubling that. So donating it. Wow. Uh, all told, just four thousand in, in total. Um, wow. For That's Lyft so from. awesome! Just
1: Thank you. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It's a um uh, a fundraiser that's dear to my heart because I have a nephew that's um, autistic and it's just one of those things that when the community can get together to support um, a cause is great and again I was like when I learned that you guys were doing that I was like yes because I know that it's something that you guys are active in the community for helping others and things like that and like I said putting your you know your money where your mouth is as far as the action goes and being part of that is great yeah that's a good group of people there's there's so so much
2: more to yeah. There's so much more to what we're doing than just like lining our pockets, which plenty of people are more than happy to do. And, and they're just like, yeah, this this money is for me. So why would I give it away? Um, I, I'm much more interested in, in trying to to help people uh, with what we're doing rather than, than just lining pockets.
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I think, again, I mean, I see it's in the, the years that I've been here where people will say things and do things and say that they're supportive of stuff. And I'm going, mm-hmm show me Are you? <laughs> yeah, states, right? well, yeah like let me see their
3: seats because i know you're okay it no, reminds me of uh, maybe i shouldn't talk about this amber heard saying she pledged uh, oh yeah right. having to argue back and forth oh yeah it's different from actually donating, donating. yeah yeah i, I well, heard like, that and I'm i was like, like oh hell to, no i'm going to pledge to pay my rent now i will i'll, I'll pledge right <laughs> now
2: if I ever make a hundred million dollars, I will pledge <laughs> ten million to yeah. the charity of your choice. Yeah. Um, so as soon as I as soon as I make that first hundred million, I'll get right on it. Yeah. No. So, I, again, I mean that's going... just it's free virtue points. Like you know, people people get to feel good about them, like oh I'm doing something, but they're actually not. <laughs>
3: yeah. I mean, like it's it's a privilege to be a part of this community. It is. Yeah. It's a privilege, and and we know that that their patronage is a privilege and so it, it feels special to get to like give back in a sense be active in it and, and actually like do something yeah instead of just we're good at talking
2: rather than just being yeah okay like, <laughs> hey, th- th- thanks for the money yeah. and see you later yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah exactly really talking yeah exactly i'm like oh, I, I know i sound sexy so i'm going to read this and y'all gonna enjoy it um mm-hmm. so yeah it it, sexy yeah <laughs>
3: that's his job that's yeah but job.
1: no but i think what's really sexy is when you you know when you work for you know towards something and you put the effort behind it and, and it's a cause that's dear to your heart and so i i truly appreciate the both of you in doing that for lift rautism and uh, as well as rain um yeah. for things like that so thank you both for that absolutely yeah mm-hmm. um but now i have some really personal questions for you guys yeah. i know so i need to know you too so when you're not working, <laughs> he's getting he's getting all like down here and everything. and everybody's like inching closer to the to the earbuds and like, what is he going to say? <laughs> oh, God. I know, right? Um, when you're not working, uh, what do you guys do for fun?
3: Sleep. <laughs> That's my favorite
2: uh, thing to do. Like lay in bed trying to sleep. Yeah. For ten hours at a time, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, that's okay, so not so much for fun, but like yeah, just playing games just just uh um, I mean, and that's I've sort of adapted that into also being part of my work um to where I don't just play games for myself anymore i I pretty much never do if I play games, I play games with uh the community that we've uh, that I've like formed around. Uh, my work and my content so yeah he's um, a really at all times I'm
3: he's trying to sometimes to teach me how to not die uh, <laughs> that's what I'm good at in games. oh no I'm
2: I'm fine <laughs> with her dying still yeah.
3: <laughs> I will uh,
1: say terrible,
3: that but it's fun yeah it's great
1: I've seen some of those little videos of the, oh God. the, the, the patrons. No. <laughs> no, no, of the patrons playing and, and he's laughing. And I'm like, that's one of my favorite things about him is his laughter. He and it's, it's so oh, it's, innocent. It's hilarious. But it's so innocent <laughs> and it's having fun, but at the same time, semi diabola And it's just, and everybody's having fun. And I'm going, I don't think I would, I would, I would just like to sit there and watch y'all play, because I'd probably be the girl that <laughs> dies too um because i'm also yeah. the girl that loves super mario brothers so it's like haha and jump on the mushroom <laughs> <laughs> so things are a little bit more yeah. complicated you know but yeah okay but yeah those were fun videos i just watched it for the fun of you guys watching playing games and like stop, stop killing absolutely. me i mean you know and he's like <laughs> ha-ha, i killed you again the,
2: <laughs> the greatest thing about it all is is honestly just the the getting so many people into it yeah. that yeah we're convinced through other people that have told them like gaming's not Mm -hmm. for you and then you know they get into it and they're like I really like gaming and it's like good I'm glad because so many people have been discouraged from gaming their entire lives because they're just they're women and they're like well women can't play games and it's like well why not why can't I why can't I play Halo or why can't I play League Mm -hmm. of Legends or anything like that. And, it's and like, like, well, like really you it. suck at it, <laughs> and it's like, well then, I mean, who cares? who Who cares if you suck at a game? Just play, just have mm-hmm. fun. Just play, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. So now that you're not doing a whole lot of playing personally for you and stuff like that, but what is your favorite game to play? You have one that's like, ooh, this is me. This I'm gonna have some fun.
2: Um, just in terms of like sheer hours sunk into a game, probably League of Legends. Legends. League. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't even know if I would say that it is my favorite game. It's just the one that I play the most, most reliably yeah. okay. um, because it's, it's just, it becomes a part of the routine so often. It's like, well, I guess I'll just get on and play league. Um, to where there are so many games that like, Oh, it might have a great story or this or that. The gameplay is really fun, but then you always find yourself drawn back to just this, this sort of familiarity and, the com- also complexity of league where every game can be different in, in so many different ways so there's always something new to do nice
1: yeah so what a- is your favorite holiday and why um mm,
3: holidays halloween i'm a <laughs> toasted marshmallow hocus pocus sweater weather <gasps> bitch
1: that needs to
2: be on a T-shirt. <laughs> yeah, that, that's me.
3: It's not like I like Halloween.
2: I like, yeah, I'm I'm gonna say Halloween as well. I'm I'm very much a uh, Halloween hookup type person. Like it's fun, just the costumes and, and just the the sort of quasi anonymity of it all, mm-hmm. and and the 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 risque nature of it. It's it's fun. It's sexy. Uh, yeah Halloween's just a good time all around plus candy <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's plus candy
3: Meanwhile, I, I like dress like the magic school bus like yeah you
2: know? <laughs> who hasn't wanted that inside them though
3: yeah you know very true yeah. so it's
1: not because there's also the question of like is it more of a because some people are more the gory bloody kind for the Halloween versus some of them others are more about the not so like the kind of still cute, but you know, witchy fairy kind of thing for Halloween. Do you guys yeah. lean towards one more than the other or somewhere in the middle? I don't really care
2: I mean- for the, for the bloody gory aspect of, okay. of Halloween. I'm I'm more like masks and sex and alcohol and candy.
1: <laughs> candy. Meanwhile,
3: <laughs> I'm going to show up dressed like a um, hot rod <laughs> <laughs> with the mustache and the, you know, I have a hormone disorder. I'm I'm gonna make it fun. I like to make
1: it fun. Okay, those are always fun. Yeah, there's just always those different kind of camps when it comes down to to Halloween, and I'm going, "Mm, yeah, (laughs) I'm like, okay, I like like dressing up like a witch and just opening up the door to the kids and saying, "Come on in, I'm making a child's pie." (laughs) And they're Wait. looking at you. I'm like, okay, fine. Here's a candy. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I had
3: a neighbor who I had a neighbor who took the uh, the chain off of his chainsaw and hid oh. behind a bush and would jump out and scare the kids.
1: Oh god. <laughs> my brother is that one. That's Isn't my that's my brother. Yeah. <laughs> I have two trees yeah. in my house in the front of the house, and he's like, you know, if we do this, and we kind of then we can jump off the tree. And I'm going, <laughs>
4: um,
1: I just want to give out candy. <laughs> <laughs> this wow. sounds like. I'm not looking to do lasting damage (laughs) fatigues. Yeah. 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 (laughs) But it's okay. You know, they all have their things. Um, Speaking of the candy, though, what's your favorite snacks?
2: Uh, Sour Skittles, uh, twin snakes, the horrible twin snakes. Um, (laughs) Just uh, what are the fucking. Tostito scoops with some hot salsa. <laughs> not the multi grain, um, not the multi the, the scoops. Yeah. No. yeah, with with the yeah, sauce. He said. Scoops.
3: Yeah, He's the hot, picky, hot so I like to send him uh Japanese snacks that he can complain about, about
2: later. He'll so, just so send the, the weirdest <laughs> shit. it's like, oh, this is corn flavor, but like it's already they're already corn chips, yeah, yeah and then so they're just like corn. corn, corn times double two corn. yeah
3: double yeah. Corn. yeah they like um, some weird stuff over here i like fruit you know mm-hmm. fresh fruit dried fruit, fruit. Uh, <laughs> it is <weird. laughs> i mean i have some i i <laughs> i have twizzlers i like those mm-hmm. too
2: oh the yeah. jalapeno kettle cook lays those are really good mm,
3: yeah okay i
2: like those. yeah, yeah. i have fruit. Um, I'm fro <laughs> no. Hey the,
3: the,
1: it's the, good yeah hey not awful again everybody has their their their, their thing it's, you know <laughs> um I like the flavor of fruits but sometimes the texture gets to me so I'm like like I'll mm. love a lollipop that's like strawberry flavored but I cannot like bite into a strawberry so they get in the blender and then I have really? a smoothie. yeah I'm huge on texture. Mm. So yeah that's one of those things but I do love my tostito scoops and i just put some shredded sheets on in it and i stick it in the oven and i melt oh, yeah. them and then i dip them oh, in the sauce see, mm-hmm. me
2: so okay so like you can make a whole bunch of just like taco meat right yeah,
1: yeah. uh-huh
2: mm-hmm. taco meat salsa cheese mix it up put it in the scoop oh. yep it's, a, it's mm-hmm. a mini taco with everybody
4: yeah, yeah. can't <laughs> go wrong
2: you can't go wrong no
1: yeah, that's like a meal right there. i like, just growling out. Yeah. yeah. Like, what do you want for dinner? Can I just have some scoops and some cheese and it's, some hot I mean, you, it's, it's
2: it's way better than an actual it? taco. Yes. No, you cannot. No, you can't. No. <laughs> that's so it. it's way better okay. than an actual taco, which is like, okay, for like 90% of the bite, you're just getting the shell. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then it just falls out the end. No, mm-hmm. each bite is a scoop. entire thing. <laughs> it's, yep. It's the perfect serving every time I feel you
3: guac. I got you mm-hmm. and that's an acquired taste I didn't used to, to like guac I thought it was disgusting but you know someone served it to me and it was all warmed up and spicy like it no See, I don't
1: it. like the guac um warm or stuff like that I like it cold so really? I really will... yes. yeah. yeah
3: I liked it mm-hmm. warm I was surprised
1: no mm-hmm. 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 even
2: then
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay we'll get off the topic of the food <laughs> I just mowed the lawn. You want some guac? It's fresh. <laughs> uh, maybe a little guac. Avocados are
3: good for you. You need yeah. the fatty acids.
2: That's the good kind of fat. I don't question. Yeah.
3: yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm the good kind of fat. My ass. Hey. hey. You are like an avocado?
1: <laughs> so when there is. A song that comes on playing whether it's on the radio in the car or when you're shopping for groceries or at a store what is your one song that it doesn't matter where you're at but you will start either singing or you know jamming to it, mama, it number five. One. Hmm?
2: <laughs> mama number five, <laughs> well, mama uh, five. <laughs> also uh, uh jesse's girl mm-hmm.
3: that's a good one yeah yeah, yeah. that's a good yeah, one just one yeah that's impossible anything by fall out boy beyonce celine Dion. anything by beyonce britney bitch <laughs> yeah like sing along to it I, I never said i i want to it's it's kind of involuntary no i'm just oh. saying
2: like there are so many beyonce songs that are like i don't know that's kind of a miss yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, i don't know
3: if it comes on the radio though i'm, I'm gonna know. Notice- Works. probably yeah yeah
1: but it's also again yeah. it's also when it comes down on like on the frozen aisle at the grocery store and yeah. you're going to be belting it out or moving in shimmying. so mm.
2: definitely a lot Little of Britney
3: down the frozen yeah. food aisle <laughs> yeah you gotta yeah. put the dance moves in too that's mm-hmm. the only way it counts
1: mm-hmm yeah I love that when I'm, there's a song and you're going, yeah, it's my jam. And then the, the the commercial comes in and in the classic, you know, classic radio stations or something like that. And you're going, what? Easy listening. I'm like, no. That was like Pearl Jam. What I the know. fuck? Such a
4: disappointment. I know.
1: It's
2: like, <laughs>
3: no.
4: <Love
2: Broadway. laughs> it's like, you just call me old.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know.
1: Easy listening station. And hey. like, boom, you know, but no it's okay i'm Is okay all with the that.
2: classics
3: uh, delilah <laughs> <laughs> oh.
2: <laughs> whatever happened to her my mom wasn't delilah
3: yeah <laughs> i
1: think she's still going on in the Is she? i think so or something or someone cut, you know picked up the reins and they're still delilah even though it's a different name um <laughs>
3: Casey Kasem, yep, <laughs> Rick top <Hayes>. forty,
1: yeah. <laughs> Here your top fifties, yeah, top forties for the weekend, yeah, fun times. <laughs> um, you guys work with words all day long, and with you, with what you guys do. But what's your favorite word? Not your favorite curse word, because that's the second part of the question. But your favorite word, but.
3: 100%. His favorite word in, in all forms. But Okay. Butt but head, butt ass, butt ass. But pussy. <laughs> That's a new one. Yeah. Butt pussy. Oh, goodness. Um, onomatopoeia.
2: Okay. There's <laughs> not a smorgasbord. I like
3: yeah. <laughs> no, that it's it's onomat- one. That one comes in a close second. second. Okay. Yeah, I like that one. All right. So, I what about your saying it?
1: Mm-hmm. It does sound nice. I'm gonna appear, you know? and then I saw Smorgasburg. Just the way that the mouth moves.
3: Smorgasburg. <laughs> <Smorgasbord. Smorgasbord. laughs> that's how. That's how I'm gonna say it now. Smorgasburg. <laughs> so, what about your favorite curse words? If I'm only picking one, definitely it's got to be fuck. fuck because the the versatility, yeah. numerous parts of speech. Mm-hmm. The word of many words. I
2: don't mm-hmm. really think that there's competition there. Like it's it. You can you can like you can call someone a bitch, but you can also call them a fuck, and <laughs> yeah, just, it's, more, it's more it's more fun.
3: <laughs> yeah, fuck the fucking. Or fucker. like you know, yeah. you,
2: you stupid <laughs> <So> fuck. <laughs> you know, it's it's, mm-hmm. it's hilarious, and it's just it, yeah,
3: it is hilarious. It, calling someone a dumb fuck is pretty hilarious. It's mm-hmm. the best.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's definitely, it's very versatile. Noun, pronoun, adjective is descriptive. Yeah, totally. Yeah, it's definitely a common one too. Well, guys, it's been so much fun. But before we go, why don't you tell us uh, what you guys are currently working on that you guys can share and what's coming up next for you guys?
2: Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Patreon.com slash Um, We're working on, uh, one of the things that we're planning currently is the... Uh, a lot of people wanted to do just an anthology that is also a full audiobook, um, written by the patrons, for the patrons, but also for everyone else yeah. um, to sort of get them into into like the Eros sphere, um, and then sort of grow that influence a little. Uh, so that's that's one thing we're working on uh, on top of like our. Uh, <laughs> We're working on turning a couple of different um, audio series into full like books as well. Oh, um, nice. So, so that's that should be fun.
3: It's mm-hmm. going to be. It's going to be fun. Yeah, got to give the people what they want. <laughs> <You> <laughs> yeah. Oh, and I, uh, we we got a thing for cliffhangers. I don't think it's on purpose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, it's know, just I it's know. just natural. So there's, it is so there's a lot of a lot of demand um for the continuation of of several things that we've written so we Mm -hmm. do that
1: yeah cool sounds like fun i love that you're also involving the community as far as these
2: projects go so oh absolutely yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: cool well thank you both for being part of this year's audiobook loving series this has been so much fun
2: thank
3: you you. this was fun thank you so much for for having us yeah That's a
1: blast. So everyone, thank you for hanging out with us today. And we hope that you've enjoyed this chat as well as the series. I will be including all the links to their socials so you guys can follow them both and get to discover more things that they're working on and join some of the fun that's going on in the community over at the Audiobook Loving Series page at Viviana Enchantress of Books. And until next time, happy listenings.
0: Thank you for joining us in the Audiobook Loving series, hosted by Viviana, Enchantress of Books. We hope you have enjoyed this episode, as well as the series. We've included audio samples of our guests' work within the post for you to check out. Please make sure to visit the main page, link within the post, to learn more about the series, the authors, and the narrators. Please consider leaving a review wherever you listen to the series if you enjoyed today's episode. Make sure to follow us on our social media platforms, And subscribe to the Viviana Enchantress of Books newsletter. Until next time, happy listening. Audiobook Lovin' hopes you've enjoyed this program.